Let's go. Let's get Woo-hoo. it. Woo! We're back. We're live. Uh, the show started. Um, Adam's chowing down on some Chick-fil-A because he's always a last-minute eater when we oh, do this I- podcast. Me and Chris have a few beers in us. We've got a few beers on the table. Well, and, a, and we got two in the cooler. We, we got decided two in to bring the cooler. a cooler because since, since we're doing two beer reviews like in that. two hours, we are I brought a little small cooler. We're making moves here. So this is another episode of Beer, Bacon, and Bros. As always, Chris and Adam are in the studio with me. We are up, guys? chilling out, doing? hanging out, whatever. No dicks out. We're not gay. Whatever. Um, Who said dicks out? out. <laughs> <laughs> Who said we had dicks out? <laughs> I just wanted to see the look on your faces. I said there were no dicks out. Oh, my goodness. Um, Less but th- you implied that like, we usually sit here. All right, guys. Oh. We're out of the norm. We don't have a dicks out this yeah. week. <laughs> but I said it is the norm. But anyways. That'll be our next review on Apple Podcasts since that one guy gave us five stars but roasted us. And then that's that was a weird review. That was, have you seen that one? That this guy weird. gives us five stars, but then it's like the review's kind of like a. It's a weird it podcast, like a back- but he enjoyed it at the was same it, time. Was it like a backhanded compliment? It yeah, was. It was. It was like a backhanded compliment. Like, hey, you fat but sexy. Kind of like one of those things you're like, Damn, go, you what? thick, but you still get <laughs> It's like, what does that mean? His, his comments are very confusing. But anyways, we're going to talk about some college football. Um, most what likely lack dead. Of. <laughs> yeah, it's most likely dead, or we're going to just see one super conference and see teams can actually hang out all together in the one conference. Uh what else? NBA stuff, maybe. ML- I, don't I don't follow how much M- NBA. MLB. We MLB. Got, the Braves got rocked the other night. We got to make a little plug for our uh, upcoming event. Less Old than two weeks. Cabbage. Less than two weeks away now. Um, we got updates on possibly merch. We're looking at some koozies and some t-shirts and maybe some hats. So that's uh that's getting exciting. Actual hats or just patches for hats? <laughs> we don't know. We're starting to figure that out. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Yeah. I knew I knew you said you had the guy. There's some companies and then some companies will do all together. Some companies you gotta get separate and then combine and it's just still trying to get all that stuff figured out money wise. But we uh But the flags are ordered and on the way, correct? Yeah, we got we got a flag. Yeah, then they they should be it was ten days from when we ordered it. Um and that was and, that was last week. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, so by, so by the middle of next week, the end of next week, we should have these flags. Solid. We are uh, looking into camera stuff. So, um, yeah, that possibly might happen tonight. But Cameras. We'll, we'll see. That good stuff. Yeah. Um, Moving up yeah. in the world. Moving yeah. up in the world. So, went, went in, uh, this past week, we went and looked at uh, Swamp Cabbage, laid everything out for our uh, for our event. Live event that we're going to have there. Yeah. Uh, we're getting excited. They're excited. There. Old Doug was there. They uh yep him and his wife are there. They are man. They are. are they str- excited about it. They're excited about it, and they are struggling to keep up with the beer consumption that's happening for them right now. Oh, so, so they they're balls of the walls. They are balls. Yeah, of the and they're walls, they're out they? of a few beers, and they said they probably won't have them back in time because you know yeah. it's a process. But. but he he did promise that he will have um what was it? He said he was probably going to end up with a German chocolate beer. That uh, that he's brewed before that he thinks is going to be our favorite. So I'm um, excited about that. Probably going to end up buying one or two of everyone and then splitting them into two cups or three cups for us. So, um, but super excited about that. Super excited to have him sit down with us. But it should be uh, should be a lot of fun. So, do y'all want to jump into the first beer? Might as well. All right, um, let's do it. We don't always start so, to show off this way. All right. What we've got, it comes in a weird aluminum packaging. Uh, it's <laughs> it's pronounced 
Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Oh, is yeah. that what that is? It's on the table yeah, right that, there? Yeah, the Capri Sun. Comes with a straw. Yeah. Comes yeah, with yeah. a straw. Yeah. Yeah. Fruit less, punch is what less, it says. Less air intake, more alcohol. <laughs> how much would you pay? Like, how much would what, you... an alcoholic Capri Sun? Yeah, how much would you pay? So, uh, like, 350 times. 10%. 10%. So... Hold on, hold on. <laughs> when we went to um, when we went to uh, if it's when we went to yeah, Puerto Rico, we went to Puerto Rico with our family in this last cruise with like um, Callie's side of the family and her brother and her dad and all them. We um, we met Casey, who's one of our close friends that lives down there, and she brought a cooler full of like local beer to the, the beach with us or to meet up with us. And we're sitting there on the beach, and Callie's brother's a little hungover, so he reaches in there and he sees this Caprice on looking thing, and he's like, "Sweet, hell yeah." This is going to help me get over my hangover, just get something actually like, you know, good flavor in my mouth and just kind of help hydrate. And he takes one big, like, you know, pull through the straw that Capri Sun realizes it's an alcoholic Capri Sun because that was a thing down there. Oh, yes. Puerto Rico? Yeah, it's not uh-huh. it's not a Capri Sun, but it comes in the same packaging with a little straw, little pouch like that. And it was they were phenomenal. Every that was like the hit of the trip, right? There's everybody fell in love with those things. Oh, Puerto Rico, except for Steven, who took a big pull on him, hung over as hell, then almost immediately just threw up all over the beach. Well, it's because he didn't know. He had, he had no clue. He had a different flavor saw, profile going in, and it, <laughs> he completely got thrown off. I saw I saw a meme one time where it was like, "Drunk me, such an asshole." I set a glass full of what I thought was water by the nightstand. When I woke up, hung over this morning, took a big sip, realized it was pure vodka. Oh! <laughs> Imagine, like, drunk you doing that for, like, hungover it, you. It would be an instant puke. It'd be oh, an instant yeah. Puke. I'd, I'd oh, instant... Like, are you taking, like, a big gulp, too? Because you know you got Yo, to yeah. Yo, yeah. And as soon as yeah. it hits the mouth, you're just Hit. all over the bed, yeah. the floor. Just I, would, I wouldn't have known until it was already down my throat, and then it was on its way back up. Okay. So, what do we got? What beer are we going to start the show off with? We have... I let We let our wives pick out the two beers for this episode, okay. so... Um, I think I'm guessing this was Sydney's choice because she's a big Kolsch fan. So we have the Gateway Kolsch German style ale from French Broad River Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. Pretty cool can. Looks like fish scales on it. You're looking at a 5.3 alcohol by volume. And as Alex always likes to know, 32.3 on the IBU scale. So not nothing too bitter there. Oh yeah. A little foamy. A little, a little foamy. foamy. Probably shook it up just a little too much. Yeah. Slurping mm. into the mic a little bit more next time. Okay. Welcome to okay. ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. Oh, my Christ God. Y'all stop with that shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. We might do some of that. That's a good Kolsch, though. That is a good Kolsch. I don't think it's fish scales. It's like rocks or pebbles. You think it's rocks? Yeah. Oh. Like white, like white, um, Hey, we Stone. might be able to have a good ASMR because we're beer, bacon, and bro. So it could be like beer, sizzling, and cooking. Oh, bacon. No, bacon, cooking, and sizzling. Sorry, not beer. But uh, then just like beer pouring into glasses. And then bros, it'd just be us talking little like poetry and stuff like that. Yeah. Real calm life. Hot blondes. That's what he said. Chris's wife listens to the show. She'll, he'll, no, she'll be mad. No, she doesn't. Wow. Your own wife doesn't wow. listen to no. your show? No. All right. Get to the beer. <laughs> well, no, definitely not. Man, that's unfortunate. Oh, it's okay. Tell her she needs to listen. Yeah, I mean, you know, the- theoretically, she could just turn her phone on and, and have us on while she's playing Animal Crossing. She and, just doesn't care, though. I mean, she could turn the volume down for all I care. Just show that she's <laughs> in the chat or she's in the in the lobby. Yeah. What do you think? What do you it's think? It's not bad. Yeah. Here you go, Mr. President. 
Gateway Kolsch. Ale, ale Presidente. Soft body, German style ale with a crisp, sweet malt finish. Oh, did you see this where I tagged you in on, on Facebook? Oh, yeah. The explosion? Yeah. That is amazing. Why do yeah, we I not? Think, I think Adam's right. I think these are River Rocks. You think they're River Rocks? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's on the can. Fair enough. I mean, that would make sense more than fish scales, Chris. Well, there mean, is a picture there's a of fish freaking on the fish. can. It's a, yeah, 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 but but that doesn't look like fish scales. Like you would look more uh, uniformed if it was scales. If you say so, yeah, I believe you. Somewhat. This is good. I'm trying to figure out the flavors I'm getting out of it. It's a. It's. I a, think it's really just got a pure beer flavor to it. Yeah, it doesn't have a, any like fruity or any crazy. It's just a pure just, kind yeah. of Kolsch German style. Ale, like it it's, says, it's very smooth. I mean, it's. Um, like if you're, it, if, I mean, I put it on par with that river rat Kolsch. Yeah, I, I, I mean, mean, it's good. I think the river rat Kolsch has a little more depth to the flavors, but I think that is just. I think the, that's I a think the river, the river rat right is there. a little bit heavier. Like yeah, I'd agree with you. Yeah, yeah, it's not nearly as light and crisp. Just a soft body German style ale yeah, with crisp sweet malt finish. It's good. Yeah, I mean, I. If you I'll, if. Ladies, I'm a fan of it. Ladies, if your man has not gotten into the craft beer world yet, and all he asked for is Bud Light. This is a beer that he will drink. This is a but this is a good Bud Light craft beer. It's it's not a Bud Light, and it doesn't taste like Bud Light, but it's smooth and easy like Bud Light, which Bud Light really isn't that easy, anyways. But we'll get into that later. Oh, I can't wait for that, Adam. I'm I'm so serious. I know we said it a couple episodes ago. I'm so serious about you getting the uh, getting in on the the blind smelling test of beer. I, smell I know, test or taste test? I, smell test. I know your nose can find Milwaukee's best. <laughs> you believe you believe that highly in it? I got that much faith in it. So that. with this blind beer test that we or the smell testing of the beer, are we doing like just it's just like typical beers? No, it's, it's just it's, it's just, just for Adam? it's just Adam smelling out Milwaukee's best. So okay, line, that'll be interesting. Line me up like four or five, and, yep. I, and he Milwaukee, thinks, Milwaukee's best gonna be in there somewhere. Yeah, and he thinks I can pick it out of. Now we're going to do two tests. Milwaukee's best thrown in with what we consider like your normal light beers. Then if it seems like it's too easy, like as soon as Adam smells it, he's like, oh, there it is. We're going to put in some like other weird beers like Bush Eyes, stuff like that. Natty Daddy, some of those other weird Milwaukee best type beers. Okay. I, I think his nose could still probably still find the Milwaukee's best out of all those. But I do agree with what Austin said a couple of weeks ago where we should be doing an episode of literally just – Blind taste testing the casual beers, the Budweiser, the Bud Light, the Miller. Yeah, tailgating beers. Yeah, the tailgating beers. Yeah, that'd be good. But at the same time, I think we need to do that with the camera live action style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex and I are going to talk about the camera tonight. I think we're going to going to make some moves on the camera. We can talk to him about it. He's part of the show. But anyways, what are we guys? What are we guys feeling about this beer? Nice German style ale. Anybody it's need any light. more tastings? It's crisp. Um, let no. me get let me get another swig. Yeah, here. now that you don't finish your sandwich over there. Yeah. Yeah. Clean oh, palate. we're gonna That's have that COVID can down here when you get done with it. <laughs> yeah, that COVID can. I was out today for work, and uh, I was telling them Gilbert's volleyball team was just straight full practicing with mask on. I was like, "All right, we're back, baby." Um, that's a good. Seven seven. Seven seven for the Adam seven, seven. Carson Smith. All right. Man, hold on. Don't be putting my government name oh, out there Ad, like that. <laughs> Adam DeAnthony. Social Smith. security number is also <laughs> come on now. And if you aren't already following us on Instagram, you can check out these scores uh either tonight or tomorrow. I'll have them up on Instagram. So you can always follow back and see what beers we did and what we scored them. So. Uh, the beer I'm gonna do a seven five. Seven, seven five. five. Seven five. 
Seven, it's in five. the sevens, and the point five comes from it being a five. Five percent alcohol. Five percent alcohol. All right, I'm gonna go. Mm. I have a method to my madness when it comes to not really. No, mm. doesn't. It's a. It's There's a always real... some sort of like minor math equation in my head. Like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give it this, but then since they do this, it's gonna bump up X amount of. It's just weird. I'm gonna give it a flat eight zero. It's 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 there. So you'd make a point to kind of get this beer more often. If I sat down at that brewery, I'd have this beer again. Okay, I yeah. like that. I, but it's not. It's also not something where. I would I would consistently sit at the brewery like I would have one of these the first, this would be my starter off beer at this brewery because I've had it and I know it's good I'm gonna you know casually have oh, it yeah yeah and then expand it's not it's not so good that I would drink three of them before I drink another one at that brewery okay can get with that so I like that first beer out of the way and just to clarify the world is not ending all right college football will still happen. No, it's not, Chris. It's over. They're it's, just, it's happening. They're, Everything's they're getting canceled. canceled. They're not canceling they're, it. It's, no. it's poor choosing by the headline title writer, whoever's yes. actually writing the title. Well, it, and initially, and it whoever's was, writing the article, it's suspending. That's what they're doing. They're it wasn't. It was season. initially canceled. But it all, even the way the SEC's acting, the SEC is going to have a damn football. Season. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. There's going to be. They're not going to have a year of football. Because if not, you'd have people riot in the streets. Yeah. All right. So this is this damn is, Alabama would erupt with Auburn and Alabama both being in there. The whole state would just clarify Alabama. They would play the Iron Bowl and whoever won. They wins would the literally. Championship. They would literally secede. <laughs> yes. Just to have their own COVID-free football yes. season. Yes. And then yes. they're like, "Hey, once the football season, we'll come back." They'd we'll be like, back. "Listen, we're gonna play two out of three. Whoever takes it wins the national championship." Boom. That's yeah. how. That's how the Iron Bowl would go. I saw a tweet on Twitter. The um. Of course, it was on Twitter, but I saw a tweet. <laughs> a tweet on the Twitter. A tweet on the Twitter. I saw. Thanks, I was going to say. I was going to say. I saw a tweet on Twitter, but uh, you um, use Twitter, Grandpa. But either way, um, it was somebody had made a comment about saying Carolina and Clemson just needs to meet in like Greenwood and play yes. like the yeah, local high Greenwood school High School and, and just, just play it. And just tell like, hey, if you're going to go stop them, try to just go out there and stop them. You try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go ahead. No refs. Just get yeah, out there and play. No, oh I'm sure they God. could get refs to come out there. Yeah, they could pay somebody to do that. They could pay but yeah, somebody to do not, that. Not, no sanctioned game, no nothing. Just meet up at a local high school and play the game. All right, so here's here's how this all happened. So last week, at the beginning of last week, as the Power Five conferences all decided they were going to have – they all decided they were going to have just in-conference games. Nobody was going to play anybody. You know, the Big 12 was like, all right, well, we only have 10 teams, so we'll do a nine-team conference schedule and add one out-of-conference opponent. You know, we'll play within our state. So Texas will play UT San Antonio or somebody. And that was all good to go, right? I mean, we're all playing. Everybody agreed on that. So then the president of Northern Illinois in the MAC comes up and is like, all right, we're not putting our kids in this scenario. We're not playing football. Like, this is why we shouldn't do this. So then the MAC's just like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Cancel our whole freaking season. All right, cool. NCAA automatically says, okay, if you're any players in the MAC and you, you know, you want to transfer to another school that is playing football this fall, you have immediate eligibility at that school, which is the smartest thing you could do. That's the right move for the NCAA. Good publicity move. Then it started getting they need some good publicity. Yes, let's they be do. honest. Yes, they do. Just bring back NCAA 20 and everything will be okay. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. Yeah, it would be. And so then the Big Ten's just like Oh man, okay. So like Connecticut's canceling their season, the Max canceling their season. Like maybe we should readdress this. Pac-12 is sitting over in the corner, like, yeah, we're not really gonna play, but we end with y'all for now until one of y'all decides to make the move. So the Big Ten 
being the big babies that they are, it's like, well, we can't let the SEC just determine that we're all going to play football this year, so let's readdress this and let the presidents vote. The presidents of the 14 schools within the Big Ten voted 12-2 to two in canceling the season. The presidents, not the ADs, not the head coaches. Ohio State was pissed. Oh, yeah. And the Ohio State found out that their president was one of the ones that voted yes to canceling the mm-hmm. season. Do you know which two didn't? Do we know what two? Nebraska and Iowa. Oh, with the two. <laughs> yeah, because you want to know what they do. They hang out the cornfields. They don't see nobody anyway. All right? they, they were the two that voted for football. I thought it would have been Michigan. I thought it would have been, you know, Ohio State. I thought it would have been those two. Like, literally, those are the two states where their, like, population per capita is so low that COVID's, like, just not even it's there. Not, it's just not even in the state. Not a thing. It's not a it's, thing. And then, like Adam said, our corn's still growing, so pandemic can't be that bad. I and mean, so they, seriously. I'm like, what? So, anyways. So, then that happens. So the Big Ten's just like, okay, listen. So they're backing out. The Big Ten's like, all right, we are going to cancel our season. And the Pac-12's like, all right, we with you. We canceling the season, right? So that drops on Monday. And it actually wasn't even announced by the conference yet, but it had come out from sources within the schools and within the conference. I say because the first thing I saw it was like ESPN breaking news, and it said like post sources. It didn't actually say NCAA. Just said post sources. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, wow, wow, well, this is happening. Like, this is really happening. So then people are like, oh, crap, is the Big 12 canceling? The Big 12 is like, nah, SEC. I mean, the moment it dropped, SEC is like, nah, we playing football, baby. We playing <laughs> and football. The best part is that is the SEC looked at everybody and goes, if you want to come play in our conference, we'll give you a one-year contract. It was it was amazing. They, so, they were just like, they wanted to play the, like, the ultimate top trump card. They're like, we playing, and we allow anybody oh, else to come play with but us. What I, yeah, the, what I think, though, is at that point, why not just have a mega conference and you get the best of the best that's, of each conference? That's what the SEC was and still is trying, trying to do. do. Yeah. But yeah, still, you know, create, get the Ohio States, the oh. Minnesotas, the Wisconsin, Michigan out of the Big Ten. Go get, I guess, what Oregon, Clemson, and what? Well, they, the ACC, Miami. Yeah, the ACC still playing, <laughs> but that's what the SEC did. They automatically said, "Okay, hey, listen, if your conference has canceled football and you want to come play in the SEC for one year, we're interested well, in it. helping you." Yeah. So are they going to make so what, whatever school pay to be in the conference for that year? Or so, how does that work? So right now, like how so how it works is your school is in a contract with a conference to stay in that con- like to be in that conference. So like we have a contract with the SEC. So I um, mean, would, would this then put them a ble- breach of contract out of the Pac-12? No. So what what a what a school or, would have to do is they're going to have to negotiate with the conference to get a one like a one year not buyout but one year. Eligibility. eligibility to leave the conference and go play football somewhere else, which I think well, like, there should be a there should be a clause in there. I don't know to where like if the conference cancels the season, you should. How do you have the right to tell them that they can't go play somewhere else? Because technically, your season doesn't exist for that year. Yeah, it, but it's so it's so tight though that the conference can still tell them that. So like right now, Nebraska is saying, "Hey, we want to go play in the Big Twelve. Nebraska and Iowa want to go play in the Big Twelve. Ohio State, Michigan want to come play in the SEC." So, like right now, Nebraska saying, "Hey, listen, we just want we want to pay you whatever amount of money we need to to leave the Big Ten for this year, play for one year, and then come back to the Big Ten. And the Big Ten's like, "No, nah, listen, if you leave and you leaving, baby, pay the buyout and get out." So, oh, like, like for good, good, yeah, yeah. So, like that's where the Big Ten stands with them. But it's so funny because they're not saying that to Ohio State. So they're so they're working with Ohio State. But so you think it's a money issue? Oh, it's total. No, it's it's not a money issue. It's a reputation issue because if you're the Big Ten. You cannot afford to lose Ohio State permanently. No, that's what I'm saying. But like, if 
But is it a money issue in the fact because of it's Nebraska and Iowa that they're saying if you're leaving, you're leaving? But is it because Nebraska and Iowa aren't bringing in as much money as say, oh, certainly, yeah, Michigan, certainly, Ohio certainly, State, yeah. or yeah, I mean, well, the, no, the only like reason you've got, you've got the biggest money producer coming to the table wanting to have a talks with you, they're going to have the talks. And that's Ohio State and the Big Ten, right? Oh, well, yeah, I think, I think now, it's when, also, when those, like you said, Iowa and Nebraska are like, we want more. They're like, hey, shut up and get back in last place. Yeah. Like, where are you going to go? Uh, you, you know, you're middle of the pack teams that are. But they know well enough that they piss off Ohio State. Ohio State can be like, hey, we're out. And then every other conference in America be like, hey, come on arms, in, baby. baby. Yeah. Come, come over I, here. I, I guarantee you. If Ohio State was willing to leave the Big Ten permanently, the SEC would pay half that buyout. Guaranteed. For them to join the East uh, or the uh, West? I don't know. Well, they'll you, figure that out no, later. No, no. If you had to pick, like, <laughs> where, do, where would you put them? Oh, you'd probably put them – you'd probably put them in you, the East. You would have to – you, you would got, think, You right? got Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky's, you know, close enough, I guess. Yeah, that's you, but, I mean, we got Mizzou in the East. Yeah, well, that's that was just wrongdoing. Period. But anyways. but you but my point is, yeah, you can't. If not, it would look like the ACC again. You'd have all your best teams on one side of the conference. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. have you can't have Ohio yeah, State like, Alabama on the same what, side. What was it two yeah, two years three three years ago when they had uh, Pittsburgh playing seven Clemson? And, yeah, and seven Pittsburgh and five was seven pit. and five. Yeah. What and then uh, and either they the, were the ones that came out of their division, or either the year before that, or two years before that, was a six and six Georgia Tech team. Yeah, that too. A team that yeah, a team that went five hundred on the year playing for the conference championship. Yeah, that's because they won five conference games. But still, you <laughs> went five hundred on the year, <laughs> and that's I mean, and because those were the same years. What um, is that the same year? Jameis Winston and them were in that. Yeah, Dalvin Cook and James and uh, James. But it was that the same time frame where where Clemson played that for that ACC championship? No, that's that's they were they were before that. Okay, they were before that, but um, but so that's kind of like that's kind of like where they left it going into like going into the end of yesterday into this morning was uh, the conference was like, all right, listen, we understand that you're going and looking to play football, but you know we'd have to negotiate because you have a buyout to get out of a conference like the like the SEC had to pay twenty million dollars to basically purchase Texas A and M from the Big Ten the Big Twelve at the time. So, like any any team, if a school wants to leave a conference, there's a buyout percent on that. And if the conference wants to buy the school out to kick them out and bring somebody else in, there's a buyout on that. So basically, you're just negotiating like a one year, a one year like leave for the conference. So Ohio State might have to pay ten million. You know, they won't have to pay ten million dollars, but they might have to pay five million dollars to go play in the SEC just for this year. So then, then the Big Ten realized, like, okay, we're catching so much negativity that we need to sit down again with the presidents and we need to vote on something else. So what they decided to do is, all right, we're going to get together, we're going to talk about this again, and we're going to readdress possibly playing this fall or you know pushing it back to the spring, which made which basically puts the SEC in a position where we have to wait on what the Big Ten's going to do before we can make decisions on our season. So the SEC is trying to put a hold on it. They're like, all right, listen, we may not start at the end of September. You know, we want to see what we can do. And I like this by the SEC. It's the smartest thing you can do. Because if if what you're doing is getting Michigan and Ohio State and Oregon and Washington to come play in the super conference that you're building, and maybe the Big 12 cancels, but you get Oklahoma and Texas out of it. And, West, you know, Devin wants West Virginia, of course. But, I mean, you might get Oklahoma and Texas out of it. Then you really got this super conference and you can build a, a 12 team schedule again. And, you know, you, you get all the money because you're the SEC and you were smart enough to do this at the point. So that's kind of like where we were heading into this morning. And then, of course, the Big Ten made the decision to postpone football to the spring 
which people still aren't happy about. And I, it's almost like a cop out for the Big Ten because what they can do is they can say, hey, guys, hold your horses. We're going to play football this spring. Then when spring rolls around, guess what they do? They go, hey, guys, we're not playing football this After spring. After every other conference that's playing has already played their <laughs> already season. already played their season. We declared a national champion. So it's a cop out. It's a baby out by the Big Ten because they, you know, they didn't want to follow the SEC's lead. Then they caught all this negative flack, and now they're like, oh, we got to think about it. And it's it's egregious. It's absolutely egregious. And and I what I don't so, get. So the ACC, though, is still currently on to play? ACC, Big 12, and, and SEC, SEC are playing. As of now. As of now. Yep. They're, start, they're 10-game seasons starting at about, End I think it's September. September 25th or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, it's – So it's, are they, are they going to have a – Football playoff this year. The NCAA is is still. planning on still holding that up at the end of December. Yeah, yep. So you're you're looking at whoever. Basically, you're looking at the three conference championships and then the fourth best team. Fourth best team. Yeah. So SEC will put two in. ACC and <laughs> Big Twelve will put one in. What you're going to end uh, seriously? What you're going to end up with? You're going to end up with Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, probably LSU. May I don't know. LSU lost a lot of guys, but or Georgia. Or Georgia or Florida, what it'll probably end up being, it will be the. Do you think, who do you think wins the East this year, Georgia it, or Florida? South Carolina. <laughs> as, yeah, as a fan, yeah. yes, we'd like as to a see. fan, South Carolina. <laughs> but who um, do you think realistically, Georgia or Florida this year? Probably, probably. I'll let you go first. Because Florida surprised the hell out of me last year. I think it's going to be Florida just for the pure fact that Georgia lost so much on the offense. I, th- I think it's going to be Florida as well because of Trask coming back as their quarterback, good defense, solid running game. If their receivers can stop smoking weed to be you know eligible, eligible. for games, you know they have they have. So, so what you're saying is we need to pull a pull a uh, Georgia and play Florida early in the year. Hopefully, they still got a couple guys suspended. Yeah, yeah. But that ain't happening. I mean, I it really, honestly, the East and Tennessee thinks they have a chance. And not and a, I and I shot. and I work with a Tennessee fan, and they've recruited extremely well. But I don't think Jeremy Pruitt has a good enough staff for one and two is in a position to actually really have a chance. South Carolina should be second in the East this year. They, depending on when we play Georgia, we should beat Georgia. You've lost almost all of their offense and almost all of their defense. They've recruited extremely well, don't get me wrong, but you've got a bunch of guys that aren't prepared for the season, like ha- don't have experience. So you should catch them in a position where you should be able to win that game easily. Florida will be the biggest game. I do think for, I agree with you all. I do think Florida will walk away with the East this year. But um, what do you think of our two added West opponents? Of- I think those are the two best we probably could have. Of Auburn and Gotten. Ole Miss. Honestly, as long as well, Ole Miss was a great ad for us. Yeah. yeah. But the Auburn game at Auburn's home gonna, is Auburn, gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be Auburn's a loss. gonna be tough. It's gonna be a loss. I mean Yeah, it's gonna be a good game though. It is it is what it is. It's gonna be a loss. Honestly, as long as it wasn't Auburn and Alabama, I was fine with it because dear God, if we'd have played Auburn, Alabama, and LSU three best teams three in three straight losses. <laughs> three straight losses. Those, you think you think it goes Alabama, LSU, Auburn, A and M this year in the West? Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then and then you could put Mississippi State in Arkansas. You think Arkansas finishes better than Ole Miss? Ooh, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas. I say I think Arkansas is dead last. Uh, Arkansas is dead last. Who's dead? Yeah. All right. You, if you Arkansas have, you have Vandy dead last <laughs> in the whole entire SEC. Yeah, yeah, and then Ark. Ooh, 
No, Arkansas is worse. You think Arkansas is Ar- la- worse? Yeah, dead last in the yeah. SEC. Arkansas, Arkansas is worse in football. Arkansas has yeah. been bad for a while, and they just haven't gotten better. <sighs> Arkansas, after Ryan Mallett and after Darren McFadden and, and Peyton Hillis and and all those other people, well, just like, something almost something a, fell off. It was, so, it was something almost, got in the water. And they, I honestly want to say it's to the point to where when um when Missouri got added to the SEC, and we no longer Carolina had no longer played Arkansas every year, our luck would be. That Arkansas just went to total shit. Yeah, <laughs> and then Missouri comes in what their second year of the SEC. They want to making a run of the East. making a run of the East, and then all of a sudden never to be heard from again. Really, after and then, Drew Lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really it's egregious. I mean, I you know I, I'm not surprised. That's you use that word tonight. That's- I'm I'm not surprised. Well, I'm I'm just not surprised that at this point the Big Twelve hasn't tried to purchase Arkansas. Like just, just to get that, just to just get to that eleventh team, and then and they've you know for years they've talked about adding BYU out of the Mountain West, but um, it just it just, it's a kind of surprises me they haven't you know talked about purchasing Arkansas and we, I mean I don't know Louisiana you know Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns won ten games last year they might could replace them over there in the West. <laughs> But we could I, go add UAB. What you mean? <laughs> you could add UAB. I mean, who knows? It's South Florida, UCF. Yeah, UCF. You know what? They they wanted enough. Maybe they could come. We could move Missouri to the west and add UCF. And add UCF. How about that, UCF? Why don't you come on with that? I bet you hey, won't. I, I bet you won't do that. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you won't do that, UCF. So I what no, I, they definitely wouldn't want to come play in the East. What I don't like they right would, now. They would have a better chance at the East than they would the West. They would. <laughs> oh my God. What I what I don't like right now is people giving Mark Emmerich um, flack for not being like, you know, not being the leader behind all of this. Like just letting the Power Five conferences decide what they're doing. Why is that Mark Emmerich's fault? Like this man works for the NCA. Y'all tell him all the time that the NCA is delving in too much and making bad decisions for college athletes. Now Let, you're letting the schools make the choice, and now you're like, oh, oh Mark Emmert, where are you? You're supposed to be the president of the NCAA. I mean, this is out of this is out of his control. He he, I mean, he could shut the whole damn thing down. Yeah, sure, but you know, he's he's letting the leaders of the conferences and the leaders of the schools decide what they're doing, and that's the right thing to do. That is the right thing to do. He's not a commissioner. Because at the end of the day, for as much as the NCAA is a Nonprofit, yeah. quote unquote, organization. Such crap. Such crap. They make what three hundred million or better. Yeah, but it's something they don't make. They don't make any. They're nonprofit. Yeah, well, they allegedly. Those, those are side. Those are side funds that just happen to be revenue. Yeah, still yeah. three hundred million dollars in revenue that you know just gets redistributed. All three hundred million. They probably call it like money that wasn't spent that's left over. They don't call it <laughs> revenue. It's just like spending money that was never spent. It was stupid. It like was. That. It's like the way they the way they put it in their bill in their like finances is it's it's um it's like revenue delegated funds. It, it's it's revenue. It's almost like they they word it where it's like revenue that's accidentally made. It's not. I it's didn't not pur- mean to yeah. make money. Exactly. It's not purposely. It's not purposely made revenue because it's not there. That's not what they're there for. They're not here for athletics. They're here for their student athletes to get the right educations, supposedly. But so that's what's going on with college football. But here's my thing. I wanted to toss this up to you guys because as all of this was happening yesterday and the super conference ideas started coming about, 
I was I'm interested to see who you guys would create in your 14 team super conference. You get any school and any football program across. How many teams? 14 teams. You get 14 teams to build the best top to bottom, top to bottom football conference. No divisions or anything. Just list them one to 14. Alex, you want to go first or do you want to think about it? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So LSU, Alabama, Auburn, Texas A&M, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Well, I don't know if I can put South Carolina in there right now. No, I don't think. No, you can't okay. put five and seven South Carolina in there right now. Okay, so then I'm going <laughs> to uh, get Florida in there, Georgia in there, Clemson. All right, that's halfway through. That's seven of the 14. Yeah. Thinking. It's hard. It's <laughs> yeah. Ohio State's going to be in there. Okay. Um, and you don't have to be lo- you don't have to be loyal and feel like you have to pull one from any conference if you don't like no, a- them. Maybe throwing Michigan in there. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I'd go with that. So what's that put you at nine now? Yeah, Nebraska. Okay, they were well. If you go add Nebraska, you might as well add South Carolina because they were five and seven last year too. Well, let me take them out then. See Nebraska. That, that uh, keep thinking, keep thinking. Oh, Oklahoma. Good call, Steve. Um, oh yeah, Oklahoma. I'd put Oklahoma in there. I would probably put. Where did Oklahoma State finish last year? They were about eight wins too. I'd put them in there. Um, Texas. Yeah. I mean, so I still got... think you're missing a couple out west teams that were pretty solid. <laughs> Penn State. <laughs> Um. Well, Scott, go USC. ahead. See, I Scott, put USC out there. Scott, go ahead and make us a list. Then put us put us a list in the chat while you're making yours. I want to see yours too. No, I think I said USC. And USC. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty good conference. Pretty good conference. <clears throat> you you want to do yours next? Yeah. So you got to have Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Clemson, Ohio State. Okay, that's five. Um, I like uh Minnesota. Okay. Okay. PJ Fleck and the boys with the row of the boat. Yep. Um, I'm interested to see if like the ACC doesn't scoop them up or something. Oregon. Oregon. I like that. Utah. Yeah, I'll get rid of Texas for Oregon. Utah uh-huh. and the way they played last year. Yeah. Okay. If if we're just going based off of last year's record, but if we're going off of just kind no, of no, I mean this this is Ooh, building. I would take out Texas for Oregon, and I would also take out USC for Notre Dame. See if Notre Dame can actually yep. hang in a major conference. Yep. Well, they're they're gonna find out this year in the ACC. I'm at seven. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, Georgia, Florida. That puts me at 10. Where am I at? Um, who'd I get? I you guess. haven't added in Oklahoma yet. I don't know if you want to put Oklahoma yeah, in there. Yeah, I got, yeah, Oklahoma's going to be in there. Yeah. I've got, um, I've got two bubble teams that are like mind bogglers. Not really mind bogglers, but they're good to think about. Yeah, Notre Dame. Just to kind of see if they can actually prove their worth, um, Wisconsin, and then we'll throw 
throw Texas in there at the 14th team. Isn't it so sad that there's literally been only one ACC team that's going to make this? Like, that tells you about their conference. How many Pac-12 did you put in there? You put Oregon in there. Yeah, I put Oregon. And like I said, if I'm going off of just last year's stats and yeah. last year's how they played, then Utah actually played pretty damn well. Yeah, I mean, you're, you this know, is, this the, is the your two, conference. You build whatever you want. I'm thinking of is uh, Baylor and uh, Iowa. Baylor will be nothing next year. Baylor will be Baylor will be Matt rules at the Panthers now. But they usually Baylor bounce will be back. Nothing. Though. They bounce back. Yeah, they Matt rule bounced them back, but we'll see. I, I mean, I could I see what you're saying, and they're in a state where they can recruit heavily. I mean, they can pull three star, pulling three star athletes from Texas can literally make you a ten win team like Lafayette and stuff like that. But I say in like another team that I don't know if they'd make the Super Conference, but I just, just got a tweet. That's how the Big 12 presidents are wrapping up the call. The league is going to continue to pursue playing the season. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So, Too but, much revenue. And, if, this, and if they get Iowa and, and Nebraska in there to make it a 12 the team? schedule they're going to release has already been prepared. So they've been – they've. I think so they're this just trying to confirm that they're going to continue This to do with the Super Conference. But is the Army-Navy game going to still happen this year? No. As of right now, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Uh, is it all? So it's being con- called off. Army's independent. What, Na- what Navy's and the American Conference in the American yeah. Conference? Yeah. With I, I don't think. I don't UCF. think. I don't think those conferences have announced whether they're doing it yet or not. Because, but that game's also I feel like its own entity. That's what I'm saying. That and it's also so late that like if something happens, I don't know. I would say they would like maybe like say like, hey, we're gonna, that's the only game that these acad- academies are playing. But it's also part of like the presidential trophy where you got to like have the Air Force, the Army, the Navy, and the Air Force, and you got to have like all those academies play each other, yeah. and figure out who's going to win the presidential trophy. And then, so they may or may not. And it's also kind of like how can you tell these guys are going to play this one game? So they've got to practice all season for literally one game, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like my mind says they should have that game no matter what. They, all the academies should play their games no matter what. I'd like that. I mean, I like that. I don't think the American has decided what they're doing. And see, that's one of the big things with why UConn canceled theirs. Because literally before COVID happened, UConn bought out of the American Conference. So that they could so that they could have better travel scheduling and, and spend less money on, you know, coming down and playing South Florida teams and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> they bought out of that conference to help themselves. And now they didn't help themselves. So, all right. Here we go. So, uh Auburn, Alabama, LSU, Florida, Georgia, Clemson, Texas, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Oregon. That puts me at 10. Wisconsin, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. That would be, that would be, I think, the super conference. Let's see what Steve put through. Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Oklahoma, Penn State, Ohio State, Georgia, Florida, Texas, Michigan, Oregon, USC, Texas A&M, and the University of South Carolina. <laughs> so he, he would finish 14th. So he left he left Auburn off that list. And Yeah. He left Auburn off that list. He put Southern California in, he put Texas A&M in. He left Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. So he left Wisconsin off that list too. Not bad though. Not bad. That's pretty fun though. I mean, just thinking of thinking of how the like if a real super conference was coming together, can you imagine like how they would have to schedule out TV for that? Like you'd have a Thursday night game, probably a Friday night game. You'd have a noon. 
three thirty, six thirty, nine thirty on Saturday. You'd probably have um no, you'd have them throughout multiple days. You'd you'd have, you'd have to spread it out. Yeah, that's what we're saying. You're Thursday, gonna, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah, but you're gonna have to have multiple games on each one of those days. And so yeah. you think maybe maybe uh, two Thursday nights? Oh, no, I, imagine imagine when those guys are in their non-conference week, and you got all those you got a majority of those teams playing non-conference games, and you what? got the conference games on top of that. Ooh. You're gonna have multiple Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, maybe a Monday or sun. Well, the Sunday and Monday is more of an NFL thing, but you may have to weasel your way into those days. I mean that, but you're not playing a non-conference game, right? You're playing. I mean, it, I don't. Well, right now, this is near in COVID season. No, but like if that no, was no, an actual real thing. No, no. Here if we in, just created this super conference with a it's, fourteen, it's kind of yeah. I, I agree with Adam. It's kind of for the prospect, the the possibility of of this season, like a super conference thing. So, so yeah. if you so yeah. is it just a fourteen team, not like an East West where it's seven and seven? Yeah, it's just randomly scheduled among the so you know, yeah. So you'll have twelve yeah. games. Yeah. So you, what conference used to do that? There was a conference that used to do that. It didn't have sides. It literally was just everybody in there. The Big 12 doesn't currently have that. Okay. Yeah, because they only have 10 teams. But, uh, oh, my bad, Scott. I don't – I'm sorry. I keep calling you Steve. But, um, Scott, how many wins do you think South Carolina should have this year with the 10-game schedule they have? It's been, a, it's been a popular question. I think optimistically looking at seven, realistically five. Seven. Oh, daddy. <laughs> Woo. I'm, 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 I say five to six. Uh, they, I, I look at it and I say that should be five and five. You should be five and five after this. I'd like to see us be six and four. I think, but. I think we sneak one. I think we sneak <laughs> one win that we shouldn't, and it be. Like, we're gonna sneak a win, and we're also gonna blow a win. Yeah, we're nice. gonna have a loss that we shouldn't have lost. Like a Kentucky or a Vandy. Yeah, like a normal, normal <laughs> Carolina season. Well, I mean, you got. Like realistically, so the the four when I look at it and I say the four hard games are Auburn, Florida, Georgia, and LSU. Like those are the ones that we have the most chance of losing. The Tennessee and the Texas A and M are hand tosses, and then but God forbid what, you you better we, you better beat Vandy, Missouri, and Kentucky, and Ole Miss, and Ole Miss. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think I think we go in and we sneak like a like an A and M win out. And we win by like a field goal or something like that. And the same thing with Tennessee. I feel like it's a close game, but we, you know, you sneak out of there with a win. I think we play. No, we played A and M at A and M last year, didn't we? What's Auburn's returning talent look like? Zero. Uh, I'm calling just it kidding. right now. Just kidding. I'm calling it right now, though, <laughs> just because Auburn is here in Columbia. But it's no correct? fans. Yeah, there's no fans, but still, you got to travel and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not. I, I just don't think it's the not the same. Without fans, as it would be with fans. There's going to be fans in the stadium, though. Yeah, there's going to be twenty thousand fans. That's still better than nothing. I agree. Are, are they? So is that still the plan? Is due to half capacity or whatever? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, Bray Tanner said if they have to social distance, the most he'll ever put in there is like twenty five. Okay. Um. So I, right, but what, what does I that think, mean? I think I think we're going to squeak out an Auburn win. All right, what does it. that mean for tailgating season? We're going to okay. sneak out the Auburn, lose to Tennessee. That's gonna be that's, the squeaker. Those are gonna be the two squeak games. That's realistic. But what? Have, all right. So what are they saying about tailgating season? Have oh, you? We don't know. So Scott, Scott's tailgate scene at the, the Armory. There's some people that have gotten their bills, like to to buy their parking pass there. Mm-hmm. Some people haven't. Some tailgate spots are not affiliated with the university, so it's on that's, the business. 
but that one being the National Guard Armory, we don't know because it's the National but like, Guard. But like the fairgrounds, it associated with yeah, it is the fairgrounds. The fairgrounds is, parking is owned by the university. Except except for the fairgrounds itself has the right to the. That's what I'm saying. Like the the, fair, the dirt. fairgrounds, the fairgrounds, not, not the parking lot, but the actual fairgrounds that aren't university related, but like where you would see the rocket and all that. Yeah. Which is typically RV parking anyhow. Well, the, the parking lot itself is actually not owned by the university, but it is leased by the university for parking. So they control that. Yeah, that garnet black, yes. green and blue. Yeah. They control that. And and in that in that contract with the fairgrounds, the fairgrounds has the right to parking the week of the fair being the weeks of the fair being there. But as far as tailgating season, university has yep. priorities. Yep. Okay. So, but yeah, then I guess like sea wells or well, see, that's another like that. thing. With the fair being this drive through fair, I have to imagine that they're most likely going to have to overflow the size of the lot that they commandeer for the fair. Yep. Yep. So they're going to have to take away some of those spots. I don't know. I don't. I want to say optimistically we're going to have tailgate, but I think there's going to be like certain the companies that are not affiliated with the U.S. with the, with the university gonna are either going to have it. Like, but they're going to have it like limited or we're not going to tailgate at all. Because even if you allow people to come tailgate on your property, I feel like there's going to be some sort of liability to that to where like, if you allow all this to happen and you sell these spots and all that sort of stuff, then people start getting COVID. Could you not, you know, somebody's going to might try to sue, but whatever, but you know, who's going to solve all this for us. Henry McMaster's ass is going to make something. I'm not kidding you. He is going to, he's going to, he's going to put some kind of executive order in. But I guess at the same time though, it, at a private business like that to co- CYA cover your ass. Yeah. Sign a, uh, a, um, a liability a li- waiver. Yeah. At the gate. And or even, just, you know, put your name on the list saying, you know, I accept that if I'm here to tailgate and I get sick, it's not the company's fault. Even Boom, then sign the sign like a, you accepted style. the risk. You knew, you knew yep, the risk. Yep. You accepted the risk. It was your own fault. I yep. also, I also, but it's also bet. like the argument of it's an open air environment that we've always heard. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm willing to bet you though. I'm willing to bet you that even eat like let's say, let's say Scott gets his spot in the National Guard Armory. The National Guard Armory is probably going to limit him to passes of maybe four to six people. Kind of like they did it, um, like at University <laughs> at Memorial. No, no. At, well, where you where you and Sydney got engaged yes, at? Yes, yeah, and like they do, a- like they do there, where they only get they give you eight passes for one spot. Yep. I bet I bet that goes down to four too. It's probably it's probably but gonna they're probably gonna those build, lines. Yeah, they're gonna build it for a family of four kind of thing. So that that way yeah, like, that, that way can we can't that, have the thirty people that are normally there at Scott's. I also feel like the university is about to have a handful of how are they gonna dictate who and who who's allowed in, who's not allowed in oh, the game stuff. They're gonna have a huge headache on that. So glad I don't work there. Yeah. Um <laughs> I say but I don't that, know, but then tailgate that point, season though, I think the only hope we have for tailgate season is that it's an outside event. Yeah. yeah, and so current. I don't know if I told y'all this yet, but so currently, you're getting engaged. No, my uh, Dallas tickets got revoked for now. Yeah, that for, doesn't surprise me. For the Thanksgiving. I could have sworn the NFL was going to just. Well, they're going to do the no fans. That's right. Uh, they're they're, they're going to have a season. They're just going to do the no. No, fan but banger. they're currently leaving it up to the teams. Yeah. So like so the Vegas the, Raiders are like, hey, no fans. You but were, you but were the have state fans of, anyways. But the state of Texas was <laughs> talking about doing half capacity anyhow. Yeah. But either, and so that's going to go straight to their most, uh, you know, the heavy hitters. But and either, the, but either way, orders. the Dallas Cowboys organization has canceled ticket sales already 
up to like last week or whatever when I got the email. They saying, and until they decide exactly what they're gonna do for the season, we're putting all ticket sales prior to this point. We canceled them. Here's your money. Wait till they go back on sale again, and you have to buy them. Mm. So, well, at least you get your money back. Well, I got a I got a credit for the app that I used. So I I could get my full refund, or I can keep this credit on the app for like it was like one hundred and twenty five percent of what I put down. Yeah, so, I would so, do the credit. I so, would do the credit. So right now I'm still holding on to the credit, and it's good for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't I would do it. that. So I'm currently holding on to it, but I'm hoping I get word that the season's gonna happen. We're gonna have fans, and I just have to go through the hassle again of buying tickets. Oh, I got an idea. For the Army-Navy game. So, we all know that that game happens on its own week. Most people don't know that. It happens on its own week. It's its own game. It's literally, it's, it's it is literally set up to be by itself, nothing else. It's the week between rivalry weeks and conference championship games. Yeah, yeah so rivalry week happens next week, the Army-Navy game. What if they just postpone this, the Army-Navy, Air Force-Navy, Air Force-Army games, like that little trifecta of games there for the presidential trophy? And they just banged them out like in back to back to weeks. Or like, or be like this Saturday you have Army versus Navy. Next Saturday Army versus. Well, like you no, know, like the first Force. one's like Army versus Air Force. Next week Air Force versus Army, and then Army versus Navy. So you got the Air Force versus Navy first week, Air Force versus Army second week, and then the Army Navy, and yeah. that Jack completes the trifecta and just and just do it in in like three weeks. Yeah, and they get it done and over with. Do it like, but you still have all the prior to Thanksgiving or something like that. Yeah, I think they should do that. That'd be interesting. I'd love to see him do it. I'd love to see him do it. I th- my my goal is to get to the, get to the Army Navy game one year. I'm gonna go one year. I do. Th- I just think it's a little like I don't know. Hey, and I want I don't want this to get political or this sound political, but I just feel like it's a little aggressive for the Big Ten and the Pac-12 to be canceling their season a whole month away from the start of the season. You know, I think that is too. You know I think I mean? it's a little aggressive. I mean, if we got two weeks before the start of the season, you're like, okay, it hasn't gotten any better. It hadn't gone down any. And, I mean, and like we have it's, kids with- it's, it's to the point to where why not just go ahead and plan for the season. And then at the last moment, cancel it. It's better than to cancel it and then be like, well, we look like idiots because everybody else is playing and nothing's happening. Yeah, for real. I mean, for real, like we get a month in now and like, you're getting, I mean, like some of those states or some of those schools or areas or whatnot are literally popping like 50 kids a day with, you know, with the coronavirus. And it's like, well, it got a lot better in the last month and uh, now we don't have football. So I really, I really hope that it works out to where Ohio State and Michigan get to come play in the, in the SEC this year. Like, oh my God, would that be fun? And then you can basically schedule it the same way that like Hawaii schedules their football games where, they basically like for Hawaii when they go play road games, they play back to back road games. So they just stay in the continental United States for a week, and then they fly back to Hawaii and they have two home games in Hawaii. Like that's that's the I think that's the best way to do it. I think that'd be the way you could safely do it for these guys. And it's just it's just stupid. <laughs> it's just shit out of luck for the Big Ten and the. Well, I'm not surprised. The Pac-12 has already canceled their basketball season. That. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I forgot. I meant to bring that in a little earlier. The Pac-12 has already canceled basketball season, which does not start until November. 
No, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Because that's like the one sport I feel like. No, the, any the, sport, Pac-12, the Pac-12 sucks at basketball. But in, no, but any sport you can really, you can do the whole bubble thing. But <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I don't. That but not, if if any if a team can beat any other team on any given week, basketball is the sport to do it in. Like you could have a, a week where. Kentucky is or Duke or North Carolina is like your number one team. They go have an off night and you get beat by Liberty. Well, hell, like Carolina then got beat by Boston University. <sighs> I or, remember that. But yeah, you know, you just go and have an off night. Next thing you know, your season turns around. So for the Pac 12, USC goes to play like a North Carolina. Oh, we just beat North Carolina or whatever, you know, whoever is a top team. Yeah. Like Clemson beat North Carolina last year in North Carolina. It was it was amazing. It like it was so funny because we were we were working in, in our group chat. Uh, one of the guys, the guy that's a Tennessee fan that is in Chattanooga, he sent it through and he goes, "I didn't know the Pac-12 had basketball." <laughs> I'm like, "Listen, they're not good, but it's still egregious to go ahead and cancel your entire basketball season here on August 11th." Yeah, I don't plan to have the season and at the last minute cancel it. Yes, in in mid November. You're canceling something that literally doesn't start till mid-November. And hell, and that's pre-conference games. Conference play don't start till like January. Yeah, if you literally just did a conference slate and didn't even play any out-of-conference basketball, like what, what will probably end up happening, you're talking about literally just playing in December and January. Maybe even February. Yeah, it's like late. It's like late December too, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's around Christmas that you start your first conference game. Yeah. So I mean. You're six months out canceling all well, not quite, you know. Not quite four, six months out. Four yeah, months right. out. Yeah, but even if you just did conference, you're still talking about four months. I mean, it's just it's egregious, man. I know I said I've said that what three times now? A lot. What, more than it that. Just, a lot. It just, it just, that, is that your God, word of the day? Dude. Was that your I guess it's what is what <laughs> that was on his calendar these, word of the day, yeah. It's what these people make me feel, dude. It's like, oh my God, this is crazy. Why are you, you know? Why are you why are you going to that rush of a brass decision? Like, what makes the Big Ten change their mind in a week? In a week, they were putting out schedules for these teams. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, no football this fall. Like, that somebody, is a good question. Did somebody drop a corona bomb in the middle of the northeast up there? I mean something had to have happened. That makes no sense. Abs- absolutely. Somebody no must sense. have brought a good point up during one of their meetings or something, but you no, know, like we didn't think of that. As a as a go in there, Mike, we'll uh, we'll reconsider this. Yeah, <laughs> Mike's point just scared the shit out of me. Let's cancel the season that's supposed to happen. Dude. But then also like the basketball stuff, I don't. That's just ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's just jumping that's the just, gun. That's, that's literally crazy, jumping the crazy gun. Crazy ridiculous. Or do what the NBA is doing and go take. I mean, I understand it's a lot less teams, but take what your power five schools and take like your top four or five schools out of each conference. Go play in a bubble. Yeah, I don't get – they're canceling the ba- the baseball season. No, not the baseball. Basketball. Basketball season. Go play in a bubble. Hell, if they're, if they're canceling basketball season already for the, the, the Pac-12, why don't they go ahead and cancel their, their spring sports too? The, just go Might ahead well. and jump the gun completely. Might well, well. you know what? Just We're going to push fall back to spring, and then we're going to do baseball come fall of 2021. <laughs> no, they'll probably, they'll probably play – If they cancel college baseball two years in a row – I'm gonna be heated. <laughs> Just letting you know. I'm telling you right now, if they cancel, if they cancel women's basketball, I'm gonna be heated because we've already should have won a national championship last year with Don Staley's group. The group again this year is just as talented. I mean, this 
Don, they call the Don Staley championships here at this university. I'm oh, last year they had I, no one had a doubt in their mind that oh. South Carolina's women's basketball team was not going to be in the national championship game. Yeah, I mean people people on the West Coast think Oregon had a chance. They had zero chance. They had one star player, and Don would have would have literally Locked put that up. they would have put that woman in jail on defense. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> did but Sabrina Eskew did have like a was it like a great breakout game in her like first or second WNBA game. Yeah, no, she's extremely talented, but she's one when player. It's a, it's a one man team. Yeah, when, at Oregon. Well, there, it was it was well, a one girl team at Oregon. Yeah, when there's four other players just as talented you as you on the other side of the court, you ain't got a chance. I mean, no. that's the way you, because then that's they, well, that's the same way uh, UConn was for many years. It they just made everybody else look. So bad. That's why we couldn't beat UConn with Asia Wilson. But it was they had round the team talent. Yeah. But yeah. it's like with the Oregon, like the Oregon scenario, like, yes, that one girl's talented. You're gonna have a good offense, but then you have to block the entire South Carolina team. Yeah. They have they have to literally give effort to every single player out there on the court for us. It would it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, I, listen, I'm hometown bias, whatever. But Oregon I'm telling you right now, you know, you did not want that smoke. <laughs> you did not. You, you, now, you do you think, think do you think UConn's kind of been on the slip here the last UConn two years? UConn is slipping. Yeah. Gino, you Gino is, is slipping a little bit. And it's, and it's not a little bit of it is his recruiting. A little bit of it is, is Don like, is, is, is Don is taking people away. Other schools are taking players away as well. He's no longer the top dog. That's but, the issue he's running yeah, into. But I felt like it was always every year. It looked like he was landing like seven of the top ten McDonald's All Americans to come play at UConn. He would he would get five of the top fifteen every year. Yeah, and everybody was trying to want you know, well, it's not like nobody else could go out and get him. They just all wanted to go to play at UConn because UConn was always in a championship game, or always playing for it, you know. But I, uh, well, Natty, right, I think the what you're I think what you're pointing out there is what South Carolina honestly is poising themselves to be. No, they're doing it. They did it this past year. They they got four of the top twelve. Yeah, Don Staley's not. She's, she's a force get, to be reckoned with, and she's, she's going not going to be gone. Getting, in a, in a, in a she's going while. out and getting her players. Don yeah. Don is embracing, like not only is Don a high level recruiter and coach, but she's embracing these kids with a culture that they find attractive. Like the people, the the high school, the top ten, top fifteen high school players find the culture and the program at USC just attractive. I it's think what fun, also what, it's yeah, laid back. What helps it's, is like. Don Staley will get out there at practice and mess around with them. She'll get on the bus and cut oh, with them. Like she's not the coach. She's like gives you a little speech and then sits in her seat. Like Don you see, Staley's um, like right there with you, she's hanging out with you. She's I'm, doing cool shit with you. I'm gonna tell you right now. In practice, though, that is a scary woman. Oh, she's all business. Yeah, you think Frank Martin? There's a, there's a switch. <laughs> there's a switch between business and play. You think Frank Martin's a bad guy? Yells at the kids. You know he does it on TV. Don in 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 the quiet dark gymnasium <laughs> when they're just practicing, that woman is a psycho. But I mean, did you see here? Uh, was it last last week that is it Olivia Thompson? Is that her name? The white yeah girl? yeah she got she's the from scholarship. she's from Lexington High School. Yeah, here got in a full scholarship. Yep yep. So and, congratulations, yeah. to her, hometown girl. What I think helped Don too though is for the longest time she could always get right there to the pinnacle. And she'd be right there. She'd be right there. Fall off. Be right there. Fall off. Be right there. Fall quite. Off. Make the closing beat. out and having the dominant team like she did to win the championship, and then the following year produce the exact same dominant team. I think that's also what tipped the scales from UConn to South Carolina recruiting was girls were like, okay, well, she's obviously on a run. She's making a role. Like she's she's doing this. So 
now girls are transferring over to Carolina as being the, the team to go play for now. Yeah, well, it wasn't just us, though. I mean, we – so, like, UConn lost to Mississippi State. We beat Mississippi State, won the national championship. Very next year, UConn loses to Notre Dame in the national championship. Very next year, UConn doesn't win another national championship. And I think yeah. that's – you started – oh, truly down. You started to see that that decline for the UConn program, the incline for – for teams like Baylor, teams like Oregon, teams like Notre Dame, Stanford, South Carolina, you're starting to see those teams on the rise while UConn's going down. But I, I just see – you just look at USC and you look at the talent, you look at Dawn, you look at the coaching staff, you look at the success, you look at the postseason, you look at – they play in arguably the best conference for women's basketball right now. And you just got to look at the program. You got to say it's the best program, it's the best team, it's the best chance. I mean, there's – going you Don will bring – I'm going to call it now. Let's say basketball season doesn't get canceled this year for coronavirus. Don will bring two championships in the next four years to the USA. National championships. I think, I mean, and like you're saying, I think there's the talent to do it there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And even Olivia. Like, people, people, like. Say that again. How many in how many years? Two, two and four. four. Two oh, and four. Oh, yeah. I, two national titles. But I, say, I would but I say we're, to say three and four. But I, I, I would I say, say two and three. But, like, what you were talking about, another factor is the Mississippi State. Mississippi State's been on a hell of a run lately oh, with their women's yeah. basketball. Oh, yeah. But what helped South Carolina was we were consistently being the ones coming out on top of those matchups. But not only that, I mean, Mississippi State plays a specific style of basketball that doesn't stop Don Staley's style of offense. And that's so they were doing themselves no favor. Yeah, they, they're just kind of they're just kind of in the big girl block, you know, big tall girls, a lot of rebounds, a lot of block shots, fill up the middle of the lane, don't let them drive on you, kind of ball. Don Staley has people that can shoot the basketball. We talk about Olivia Thompson. I mean, she's a pure she's, shooter. She great is shooter. She is literally like, I mean, she is literally just a shooter. She she's not great on defense. She's not really a, a ball handler for sense, but she is what she is what the white person needs to be on the basketball team. The <laughs> she's, shooter. <laughs> she's what the she's I mean, seriously though, she's she's the Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, JJ Reddick. JJ she's a JJ Reddick. That is exactly what that is. She is the JJ Reddick of that team. She, she all the other skills are lacking, but you give her an open look, that was a mistake. But she can you just you screwed up she, by giving her giving her but an open look. She can look. score 20 on Mississippi State because all they're concerned about is clogging up the lane, clogging up the paint. If you're giving Olivia Thompson wide open looks from three, she's going to nail them. Shoot, not even th- – I mean, it doesn't have to be three-point. She'll take foot. the mid-range. Yeah, 15 foot out, yeah. she's cash yep. money. Yeah. Being in this area, I would talk to people. Like, I would talk to the River Bluff girls basketball coach and be like, hey, listen, you got that matchup with Olivia Thompson over at Lexington this weekend. What's, what's it going to be like? He's like, honestly, dude, if she doesn't score 35 or 40, I'm happy. And I'm like, damn! <laughs> like you're if just we, if we keep it below fifty points, we're doing all right. <laughs> if, you're, if you're satisfied with a single player on the other team not scoring more than thirty five, I mean that talks to the talent of how good that girl is. So people gave her a lot of I hated it for her. People gave her a lot of flack when I get the scholarship at USC, like choosing choosing to walk on to USC as a preferred walk on instead of taking Going- scholarships to smaller schools. But she knew how good she was, and she went and proved it, and yeah. went and earned she it. She knew the skills yeah. would show. Oh yeah, yeah. And people, and I think she's I going abs- into her sophomore season now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so. I, and I think, and I think she absolutely owned it after last season. Yeah, she's a super talented player. It'd I mean, be great to see Dawn and the other, the rest of the coaches and the trainers actually be able to get her to develop the rest of her skills, just to see if she has a shot at the WNBA. Yeah, I mean, she she doesn't really have the height. She doesn't. I mean, yeah, but there's been plenty of players that don't have the height to. Sixteen in basketball. M- Mugsy Bugs, man. What was he like? Yeah. Five, five, oh five, God. six. Yeah. Get out of here. 
Nate Robinson at five nine won the oh, dunk I miss, contest. I miss Nate Robinson. Scotty Pippen, he was short man. No, he wasn't. Oh, was it? No, I, no, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> he might have been short for his position. <laughs> no, he was not uh, short at all. Are the Penguins still in the playoffs for the NHL? No, they're not even. They didn't make the playoffs. They got knocked out in the qualifiers. Jesus, really? Yeah, you they were playing you know who, horribly. You know who else got knocked out? Dallas. No, the Pledge. Oh. Yeah, so, they lost to the Coyotes. So Zach was pretty upset. Oh my god! I felt like there was a lot of teams that were losing games they shouldn't have been losing in the qualifiers. But Bruh. that that's what's going to happen when they you lost. come out when you come out of a break that was long as the NHL had. You're going to have teams that they're going to be already. well. Well rested. They're a 12 seed, like the Canadians were against Pittsburgh. 12, Canadians were 12. Pittsburgh was a five seed in the qualifier rounds. Oh, there's that Canadian, 12 five, the 12 five upset. Oh yeah, 12 five baby. Oh, we got always got to have one. Canadians just came in, outplayed us. Outplayed us as um, Murray. Uh, Murray in the goal is just he's hit or, hit or miss. Can be washy. I think people are trying to figure him out. Um, you look at it and you say they should have kept Mark Andre Fleury. They should have. They should well, no, have no, not him, at right? all. Business wise, no. That was a hor- that been a horrible decision. Yeah. You're going to take. You're going to try to keep the 29 year old veteran over the young gun that who just walked you through. No, the no, no. Pitts- Pittsburgh was in a position where they could have kept both of them. No, they weren't. You, yeah, you could have kept. You got the right to mark one center, and then you have a, that that extra person that you could have. Now they chose not to because it was better but- business wise because they. They knew keeping the skaters was more important than keeping two goalies, especially when you have one goalie who was nearing the end of his career. But as, if you look at it on a twenty twenty, like hindsight twenty twenty, would you still say that? Yeah, yeah, I would. Okay, I'm just asking as a Pittsburgh fan, like ha- having as much. Health, Murray wasn't garbage. It's just he's he's, he's had a, he has a lot but of health I problems, have, and I wouldn't have invested in Flurry for the the next few years. I'm actually surprised he's still playing. Um, just business wise, would not have done it. Even hindsight wouldn't have done it. I would, okay. I would stick with Murray because it, it just feels like every time we've talked hockey with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and and I've talked to you about it, it's always been like, oh well, I mean Murray's hurt, and Murray's hurt again. Well, he's been really bad in goal. Actually, he gave up like five goals the other day. No, like, he he has good stretches. Then all of a sudden he gets, you're going to get hurt. You're going to do stuff like that. And then I don't blame it on him really. I just I think he's just like Adam said. He can be hot or cold. I'm but ex- I wouldn't have kept. I wouldn't have kept Andre Fleury. I'm excited to see the Seattle team. I'm excited. I'm the Kraken. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a sick logo, sick marketing design. I, I'm excited I to see another um, expansion draft. See how the NHL handles it again. They probably gonna do the same thing they did with Vegas. Where no, they-, they are. I'm just excited to see how the teams are going to do it this time around. Oh yeah, because yeah. you don't ever expect to have to do that shit two times within five years. Yeah, <laughs> that you have to just literally say, "All right, here these are." Take our mediocre players. I want to see if Seattle can do what Vegas did. Take Vegas, a bunch of mediocre players. Vegas won year two, right? No, they went. They year one. They were in the Stanley Cup Finals and lost. Their first. They were. They they could have been the first expansion team in any sport to win the sports championship. But what what Vegas did was they took all these players that were opened up from other teams, drafted them in, brought them over, and it was all a bunch of middle-of-the-line guys. Just, but they but they bought into the system. They Those guys came in, played the system, worked together as a team. And so if you take a bunch of middle-of-the-road guys that They're are literally really, working as a solid unit. You can make it happen. And they did. I mean, you're literally taking the, medi- the, the middle-of-the-run guy off of every team in the NHL that – if I took the third best player off of every team, I can make a decent team. You're going to make a hell of a team. Yeah. 
Especially if, if they buy into the system and work together. If you're yeah, if you're taking the third, fourth, hell, even the fifth best best player off that team, I mean, you can you can make that work easily. Yeah. I'm I'm in I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. People people back home at HQ there. I'm kind of it. excited to see the in, uh, in stadium fanatics, how it's like the theme. Because you know, Seattle Kraken. They they can have so much fun with that, like oh. mascot wise, pregame activities, the but intros. Let's, uh, let's, you're you're gonna see the a crack celebration. They're gonna have like they're gonna have like the the light set up where there's like a crack underneath the ice floor. Like you're gonna see it. Like oh swirling. no, they do, they do that with the projector now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but let's go ahead and um, since we added one one team back to Seattle, let's go ahead and add the third, and let's get the Seattle SuperSonics back up there. And oh, let's get them going. No, <laughs> they, don't, they don't need to come back. We, we, that was a good team. That was a good team. Where'd they move to? Cool Oklahoma it's City o- Thunder. Okay. Which I actually really like the branding. What and the about the, and the um, colors and everything with Oklahoma City? What was the Florida baseball team that was going to split their time again? Oh, that was going to be Tampa. That yeah. was going to be Tampa was going to play. In Montreal. They were, they were going to split with Montreal and uh, and and uh, the it's expos, obviously not the expos happening. were who they were the Nationals, right? They, they moved, moved to be the Nationals. The nationals yeah. So is yeah. Tampa Bay even like considering to try to do that Probably again? Not. Or I don't know where they're at now. I mean, right now Toronto is having to to play home games in Buffalo, New York, because they can't go back and forth with Canada with with Canada. Oh yeah, they can't COVID, cross the so. border. Um. I mean, I, I think it would be interesting because Tampa has really, really struggled. The Ra- like the Rays have really, really struggled to have a good fan base and have good season ticket holders. And I think it would be smart. Just go ahead and move. Just go ahead and bite the whole bullet, not half they the bullet. They can't. They can't suck up all the money that they're going to leave in that stadium in Tampa. They can't. You how are you going? I don't see how you can reasonably expect to expand your base by splitting time. If anything, that's going to make it. I believe that's going to make it dwindle. I don't know. I, th- I think it draws. Yeah, we're only an hour twenty in. Yeah. Um, I think it draws like I think it draws a good fan base. It draws more interest in okay, hey, if we're gonna see the Rays, now these are only the games that are available. You know, you're gonna be able to sell. You're gonna be able to basically to sell two different sets of season ticket packages. Like you're gonna be selling season ticket packages to the people in Montreal. You're gonna be selling season ticket packages to people in Tampa, which are gonna be cheaper. For them, because they're only getting like all right, the games, yeah, you're only getting 41 games in Tampa and 41 games in Montreal. So I, I think I see where it could work, especially if they're not willing to fork out the amount of millions that they're going to have to pay to get out of Tampa. Yeah. So what? What stadium would they be playing up there? The Expo's old stadium. They'd have to they'd have to renovate it, obviously, bring it up to bring it up to speed, put some money into it. But, but yeah, there's, there's up, that money. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's what, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a and lot. May, I kind of I'm kind of seeing why they just didn't do it. Yeah, and maybe that's why they're not willing to fork out the cash to completely leave Tampa, right? Yeah, and um, because then they got to fork out the cash, to leave Tampa. Then they got to fork the cash over somewhere else to move there. God, would they be? Would they rebrand themselves like the Montreal Rays and the Tampa Rays? Like they'd have two different logos and uniforms and stuff depending on what stadium oh, they're playing in. I I would think so. I mean, I think, uh, you, I think no, I don't think they can. I don't think the MLB would let them. No, no, I think they would have a different like home uniform for when they played in Florida. They'd have different home they, uniforms, but they'd still be like the Tampa they, Rays. Or they, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that uh, that I think. Yeah, I still think they're the Tampa Ooh, Bay way, but I think they. But I think they have two sets of 
home uniform, not like a yeah. home away and an alternate, but like yeah. two sets of home, two sets of away, and two that, sets of or alternates. they just like they take like Washington Redskins lead and they just go the, the Montreal. No, they just go they the just Rays. Go, they go the Rays baseball team. Yeah, they just call themselves <laughs> that. They just drop the city and everything. Oh, do y'all remember when they were the Devil Rays? Yeah, yes. and then they couldn't be the Devil Rays because yep. the word Devil, and and then they had to change their logo and everything. Yep. And it's because that one killed Steve Irwin. I'm telling you, that's Stingway. That was before. <laughs> that was before then too. <laughs> oh, but, speaking of that, did you see his daughter and uh, her husband are having a kid? She's preggers. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. Her and her they, husband are expecting their first child. You got to name it Steve, right? I don't. I don't. Yeah, if it's a son. You got to name it Steve. You would think, right? It, wait, wait. Is there a Steve Junior? No. No. What's what's the his the son, son is I don't think it's taken up. I don't think there's a, I, I, I know I, I, the I girl's know. name is Bendy. She's the oldest. Hey. <laughs> it's like B I N D I. Yeah, something Bindi. like that. I don't know. What is his it, name? It's Bendy and, and her husband is it Chandler, I'm pretty sure is his name. Is her husband's name. So this is a friends episode? I mean, what are we? <laughs> no, oh but God. but they uh yeah, I saw that today on social media. That's that awesome. they're, yeah. that they're expecting That's their awesome. first kid. They both work at the zoo, the zoo, the yep. Australian zoo down there, whatever. Good. And then they were they held up they held up the little baby uniform to announce. Yep. Did you see that picture? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Robert Irwin is the chill, the, the son's name. Yeah, no, that is whole he... family. I'm pretty sure that whole family still works at the. Does the mom still work there too? Maybe. Yeah, they all work there. Yeah, her husband, the uh, Bendy's husband, works there too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where they met. But, I mean, long to be as... in that family, you have to have a passion for that stuff to fit in. The so wildlife, all, you're all gonna work there. Yeah. Long as somebody just like takes up the mantle of. Of being that adventurous, Chandler is the husband's name. Good call. Yeah, I I knew that. that's what I'm saying. I knew what the husband is. I just didn't remember what the son's name was, but I knew it was Chandler. I like, I, said, the, I, I like the the picture he posted like a year ago. I think it was a year ago, maybe a little bit longer, of him feeding the same alligator in the same spot in the same oh, pose that, of him and his dad. His dad was, yeah. but it's the exact same alligator and all that. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like five years apart. It's only you know several years apart. Oh, it was a, yeah, it was a lot further than that. Yeah. I think, but yeah, that's crazy. That is awesome. That is awesome. All right. We're going to reach into the cooler and go ahead and get the beer last, number two out. The beer, the last beer of the night. Did you see the beer that they picked out? Who? The girls. No. Okay. This one's going to be interesting. On deck. We have a sour IPA. What is the um, NBA team's logo that looks like that? The 76ers old logo? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, that color. Yeah. Or no, the multiple the multiple lines don't making a letter. Seventy sixers. It was their. I think it was their six. Was looked like that, but upside down. Doesn't Portland have an old one that kind of looked like that? That made the P. Is it Portland? It might be. Portland. I think it is Portland. I think it's Portland. It's their P in Portland yeah, that okay. currently has. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. looks just like that logo, just different colors. So yeah. this one is uh It's it's a epic brewing. Yep. Sour IPA. sour IPA. What does it say? Tart and juicy on the tart and juicy in the O of the actually it's the Portland saw uh, their logo, their whole logo. Oh, just the Portland Trailblazer like logo. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. they beat. That. I think, but they, I think the 76ers have a a specific like old 70s design that, that probably that, that was very off. 70s look there. Yeah, but also, oh, um, who ended up winning that game? Oh, the Portland did about three. Of course, of course, Dallas blew the lead. Yeah, but Luca. I just have, hope you know Dallas is not winning a championship this year. Oh no, I didn't expect us to. Okay. They're currently like seventh in the West. Well, the West. They've got a shot. 
The West, the West is the better conference. Oh, absolutely. So you're telling me there's a chance? Not a chance. <laughs> did y'all right. see? Oh. Let's get in this beer. We're getting sidetracked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but yeah. either way, but Luca did did have some magic the other night. He had dropped a triple double with like 36 points, 14 boards, and 19 assists. The pass where he went between his legs and megged another person in for the guy's layup was incredible. To oh, to Maxi Klebo, yeah, great. Oh yeah, oh, Luca magic. I was. You gotta believe in it. That's how Dallas is gonna win their next championship. Yeah, in about twelve years. No, hopefully like four, and we'll have Luca and Kristaps still. We have too. We have a lot of foreigners on our team. I realize that, like yeah. a lot of Middle East, uh, mid, not Middle Eastern, Eastern German or uh, Eastern Europe players. It's it's the NBA. There's not a lot of just pure natural white guys left in it. No, no, but yeah. So I'm just saying, if of the Eastern yeah. European, we have a lot of them. <laughs> I agree, Alex. Put the beer in your mouth, Adam. <laughs> okay, don't chug the damn thing. Hey, man, he was just going to go get him a good All right, so goal. is that a tangerine or a blood orange on the front? I don't Call. know. Call it. Blood orange. Blood orange. That's definitely a blood orange. Yeah, definitely a blood orange. Taste the Yeah. You real taste tart. it. Real tart. Real tarty. All right. Anybody want to take any guesses on where Epic Brewing Company is located? Five point one percent alcohol by volume on this. Illinois. No, but yeah. No, no but, but yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> like, is it in the Midwest? <laughs> Let me clarify. Uh, South Illinois. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Oh, what does that mean? No, sorry, let me let me clarify. On that. Are they like are they like <laughs> Kansas City? They split the two states. Or yeah. Where are they? <laughs> they actually they uh they own a riverboat and they just fl- <laughs> hey, no taxes. <laughs> So let me let me clarify that. Sorry. Oh wow, that is delicious. That's I'm not. Liking, that's I'm not. Bad. That. Anybody yeah, notice the uh, maple leaves in the background? The logo, the little faint oh. silver maple leaves. Oh, that's not maple leaves. That is maple. Leaves. They're from maple Colorado. Leaves. Yeah, they're from Colorado. Oh, that is definitely weed. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Alex There's called. No it, way. That's <laughs> Alex that's called too, it. That's too fat. That's yeah, too yeah, fat no, that, to be marijuana. Yeah, that that looks like maple leaves. It does, but yeah, I agree. It's it's yeah. not. It's definitely it's, too if thick it was marijuana, leaves. it'd be long, longer and skinnier. Yeah. Oh, that's my too God. short. That's too chodish to be marijuana leaves. <laughs> it was it was amazing how he was like, "Oh, look at these maple leaves." I'm like, "Oh, that ain't maple leaves." And and Adam goes, "Oh, they're from Colorado." <laughs> okay, so Colorado. Okay, Chris. Okay, when I said Illinois and they're in Colorado, how do you go? I, I still, no, but yeah. I still just give me a chance to explain this. You caught me off guard with such a random ass state as Illinois. To, to that, I was kind of like, okay, well, no, but you're in the right mindset. You're thinking random states, you know. I actually here. wanted to say Colorado for some reason. I think we may have talked about Epic, but we I did. just was like, I was like, uh, Illinois. We did because Andrew talked about he knew he knew about Epic Brewing. Andrew, oh, that's other, right, that's right. Wasn't the wasn't the Galactic Cowboy from Colorado too? Yeah, is it, yes, yeah Left yes. Hand Brewing's in Colorado too. So wow, that is weird. I picked six random beers usually. Two from, of them from Colorado. And two of them from Colorado, and then a German Whoa. rattler that we didn't like. Smelling it versus tasting it. What'd you get on the smell? Ooh. Smells like a fruity IPA. Mm-hmm. You I, think it's okay. gonna be kind of like that heavy kind of hoppiness bitter to it. And all of a sudden you get hit with that sour tart, and you're like, ooh. Yep. But it's that, good though. But definitely think it's a blood orange though, is what I think it is. God, this is gonna be so bad. I feel I hope Zach's not listening. I wish we could pour us in a glass and see what it looks like. I mean we got, might need to start doing that. You have a glass glasses. behind you. There's two solo cups behind that bag over there. No, nah, I'm not doing that. 
I mean, I wasn't going to drink out of it, but I was going to let you drink out of it. That's an interesting flavor. Let me get let me get another swig on that. It's definitely got a sour tart. Um, come here, midget arms. I'm it. not getting too much fruit though, so it's kind of like, but it's like a blank like a blank sourness if that makes any sense. But I but it's not sitting as heavy as an IPA. It's I not guess. sitting heavy in IPA, but it, like the, the smell profile is all IPA. Did you did you feel like there was a little salt in that? Like yeah, a, now that you said that, like a little salt. Now in that you said it? that, yeah. You get what I'm saying, Adam? The smell profile is definitely IPA. I'm thinking definitely it, smells like like smells like the tropical, yeah, IPA. Yes, or like or a tropical IPA yes. in general. Yeah. But it's, yeah, then like when you taste it, like you're saying, it's, it's that too tart, different. very very sour style beer, and you don't get that heavy hoppy taste of a typical IPA. We've had a lot of beers lately to where like I feel like once it hits the tongue and it kind of like you get the flavor of it. It There's changes, no heavy. It, yeah. it changes flavor profile, but it's not heaviness. Like there's no heaviness to them. Like recently, it just kind of, once you t- once you actually swallow the the beer, like the it just kind of goes away. There's like no. There's definitely no lingering. There's no. Appetizer. I'm not getting. I'm not getting salt. I'm getting that tart, citrus kind of ac- acidy taste. Not a not a salty taste. It's very, it's yeah. It's something got, like if you ate like a like a um I tell a you sour what, sweet tart or something like that. Yeah, it's really more sour than it is IPA. I think I think I, we can yeah. all agree on that. And I think part of that might just be from the amount of alcohol in the drink. Like if when you think of IPAs, you think of something a little bit heavier. If you start talking New England doubles, you know you start getting in the nines and tens and stuff. And this is just a simple five point one and. I really like it, actually. You know, oh, yeah, I, I would get that. <laughs> when I looked at this, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna like that. Like, that's not gonna be." I, I, I judged the, I judged the can by its cover, and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is not something I'm gonna like." But, dude, let me see. Yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. So we've got five point one. Tart, juicy, and sour. That's what I mean. I'm getting, I'm getting the tart and the sour. And like I said, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting heavy the juicy acid. orange though. That's like that's like the first thing I I feel, and then it hits like just like a normal orange. Or like yeah, if you took a now that you say it that way, yeah. If you took like the the bite of of a whole orange, like you got the line and all, like you'll have that initial like orange juice, but then you get the bitterness and the sour of the line that like hits like shortly thereafter. Yeah, I get what you're saying. The fruit is definitely there. Um, but it's, it's like, just, but it's like it's oranges, all coming in together at one time. It's almost. like oranges and lemons is what it, I guess, is what's on the can, and that's what it tastes yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, eight two. Eight two for the Adam DeAnthony Smith. <laughs> thank you, thank you for using using my stage name. <laughs> yeah. I use your uh, your Tinder profile name. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, eight one on this one. Eight one for Alex. Yep. Carter Jumper. That actually sounds kind of weird. I don't know if I like Carter being my middle name. <laughs> my fake middle name. When I when I said Carter, who was the first person that came to Jimmy. mind? That's what I thought. Too. Jimmy Carter. Anthony Carter. Yeah, he was Anthony Carter. I think Anthony Carter. I don't know. That was the name that popped up. Is that, is that little Wayne's name? <laughs> Anthony Carter. No, that's just the Carter. Just Carter. The Carter Four. I'm gonna follow Alex on the eight one on this. I think this is such a quality beer. Like this is there's a football coach, and there's a football wide receiver and American basketball coach. 
just named Anthony Carter. I still get some salt to that, though. Is there a D. Anthony Carter? <laughs> There's definitely a D. Anthony Carter. Anthony Carter finished his college career as the University of Michigan's all-time leading receiver and played 13 years in the NFL. In what year? Well, he was career start 1979, ended 1995. Let me get that beautiful. Let me see if there's a D'Anthony Carter. There's definitely got to be a D'Anthony Carter. Why, Chris? No, that's that's a cool-sounding name. I feel like I've heard this from an athlete somewhere before. No, no famous D'Anthony's. What? No D'Anthony. What was Coach Carter's first name? But when I hear Carter, I definitely think of the Carter. Like Jimmy Carter or no, just no, D the, Carter? The album. The the album. The Carter. Oh, Carter Four. Three. Yeah, yeah, Carter. Carter One, Two. Three. Is there a Carter Four now? Yeah, Carter Four. Is there a Carter Five? Yeah. Shit. There's a Carter Eight, bro. <laughs> there might be. It's like, there might be. I stopped it. I like stopped at three. Years, man, they keep going. Oh my God, you're not kidding. Yes, it's it's like what is it? It's gonna be like the Carter Three, Four Carter. Be five Carter, like that's gonna be like the different like play on puns they say yeah. like to the Fast and the Furious, so they keep changing it up. How many how many Fast and Furious movies are there? I think. Are nine, we on? Are nine. we on? It's it's either eight or nine. We're on eight or nine now. Yeah, you got to include Tokyo Drift. Yeah, that's what I'm including. All I think you have, but I think isn't don't they do the numerical ones and then Tokyo Drifts on its own side that eventually loops back in, but it doesn't interrupt the sequence of like one, two, three, four, five. It, mm, it kind of does. But I'm thinking there's like there's like a Fast and Furious one through eight, and there's also Tokyo Drift. I feel like. But then and then you also you now also have Fast Nine, yeah. But now and you also now have Hobbs and Shaw, which oh, yeah. is like oh they, that was such a great movie too. You, you didn't like I, Hobbs and Shaw? No, I hadn't seen it, but oh. I, I wasn't. Gonna, I, I'm not gonna ruin it for but you. From what I heard, it I was, don't like any of them anymore. Oh. They got away from what that what we wanted All to right. see. Well, here's the first two were great. Because it was just like it was all about the culture of racing the cars and building the cars and doing all that, and then now it's just gotten into weird like we're gonna save the world from without even leaving our car. All right, y'all ready for this uh, hot take that I'm about to get roasted on? Yep, let's hear it. I have Hobbs and Shaw is the only Fast and Furious movie I've ever seen from start to finish. You need to go back and watch one, two, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift sounds like it's the best one. Everyone talks about Tokyo. Tokyo Drift, Drift was a good one. I I enjoyed. And that's where you kind of get the backstory of the Asian guy in the group is in Tokyo Drift. Okay, so okay. F9 is – is it, it came out or is it about to come out? Uh, it might have – no, I don't think it came out. I think it got paused because of COVID. Yeah, but – so this is the way you're supposed to watch them in order. is the Fast and the Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. Fast and Furious – just that was it. Fast and Furious, 2009, the fourth film. Because Tokyo and Drift came out before that, but it's later in the sequence of lines. So you've got Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, Fast and Furious to Tokyo Drift, then Fast Furious. No, it's Furious Seven. Yep. And then the fate of the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, and Fast Nine. Jesus Christ. Yep. Well, Hobbs and Shaw was a good movie to me, and I and I I bet it gets negative reviews or negative connotations because of like the other movies and how f- no it should have ended at um would you say is it was it seven or eight was the fate one would you say it was fate the fate of the furious that's eight. technically number eight yeah i think that's where it should because i'm pretty sure it's eight where paul walker dies or is that seven wait which one is the one with the island i don't know there's but one where they're after, on a hawaiian after, island after the one where paul walker dies they should have ended the series 
Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's where it should have ended. That's fair. When when that Charlie Puth and uh, Wiz Khalifa song topped the charts. How much time do we have left? Like twenty minutes. Oh, we got time. Okay, because that's I, but that's Hobbs what, and Shaw's starting its own spinoff. That's what I'm saying. That's like, be a that's whole what, That's which when they drove off into the splitting off and it's been a long yeah time. that's where and they that's, split off and everybody cried that's where the series should have ended right then and there that should should have stopped it there yeah I'm which fair. i think they the way that movie ended it could have ended there that's what i'm saying that's the way it should have they were ended. like nah we're gonna come back and that's what i'm saying that's where these hobbs and shaw and now it's just like it's, you're not following the storyline i just i don't know not a fan. I love the one where this is totally how this I'm is like be. one of the, this is like a few movies ago. This is a few movies ago for Fast and Furious. They're doing this scene where like they're trying to get into the back of like the cargo plane and all that racing, all the fights going on in the cargo plane. The cars are following the cargo plane as it's trying to leave and all that. And the scene takes so long that somebody took a map and was like normal air, normal runways and yeah. they drew it. And then it was like the Fast and Furious runway. And it literally went from like South Carolina to California. Like yeah. the scene took so long. They're like that airplane would have been gone by then. Yeah, I remember that scene. Just, I, I know in these movies you have to disconnect from reality. And not actually look at them for what they factually are and stuff like that. And like in realistic, Lee can't look at it. But, but come like, just on, come it's on, a like, don't be ridiculous now. <laughs> I don't want to see a plane taking off for eight minutes. Like, yeah. come on. The plane was actually traveling at taxi speed the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cars couldn't catch up, but the plane was only moving at taxi speed. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things. So, I, one of the guy. All right. So, one of my coworkers, when I uh, I was talking about our pod, remember I talked about our podcast on Friday's conference call when I was going to drop you off. Yeah. So, one of my coworkers was like, you know, I, I talked about what our podcast was and put a little name drop in, and uh, I don't know if there's much left, but you can have it. Um, so, do we have he, some? Do we have some out of state listeners? Is what you're saying? Yeah, we might have some out of state listeners coming in for us, but he. Uh, he, Thanks, marketing manager Chris. He asked. He asked. Um, he was like, "So, you know, what's what's some of the guy talk that you talk about?" I was like, "I was like, honestly, just you know, just imagine that you're sitting at a bar talking with your friends." And I was like, "We stay away from the political side of things, but you know, we talk about a lot of guy stuff like sports and stuff like that." And he was like, "Bro, I got a great question for you because he's single and he's like 29, and you know, he's done a lot of dating around. He's a very attractive young man. He, you know, he does his thing, and uh, and in, in California as well." So he asked the question. He said, all right, let me lay this out to you. And I want you guys to discuss this one. Like, what is the ideal first date for a guy? Like, where do you go? What do you do? Like, if you're if a girl says, yeah, sure, I'll go on a date with you. Like, what do you come up with? What are you what are you trying to win over in the first date? And then two, what is the appropriate amount of money that you should spend on this first date? Like, not too low, not too high. What's the right? All right money wise. 60 to 80 bucks 60 to 80 okay like 80 being the high end and that's i like that budget but i'm i'm but a fan of like the two two-part first date so it's not gonna be able to get under that budget you get what i'm saying like it's well, a two, no but when two I'm, section two section day we got a part a and a part b yeah okay but what i what i i agree what i would like i guess is you either started off with some kind of activity of i don't know dave and buster's putt putt at frankie See, I, now that like when we Some, me and cali first started dating it was just like you know dinner movie stuff like that but like now with everything all this stuff happening like we've got all these things we can do 
I think like doing something like that, like Top something, Golf or something like that. Yeah, would be really something cool. something yeah. simple to where it's not like a has to be a forced one on one. You can kind of be in a social setting. It also gives you something to talk about too. Yeah. If, there's, if there's dead air, yeah, you you're kind of in a social setting. You're kind of around other people, but if you want to kind of just be to yourselves, you can be to yourselves. And then either do dinner before or after, and then try to have that more. And so, like, I time. feel like that's why the, like the whole movie dates kind of going to the wayside for first dates. Because if you actually think about it logically, how much are you actually getting out of that being your first date? Because, like, like you said, there's gonna be no communication once whatsoever, it, really. Yeah, you're um, not, I mean, you're not gonna yeah, learn anything about them, them. Taking somebody to a movie, it's cool and all. What are we gonna do? Sit there and hold hands and not talk? To you, you know? Yeah, you're kind of not. You're kind of defeating the purpose of the first date there at that yeah. point. Um. Yeah, I think something cool would be like Top Golf, some little amusement park. Nothing that you have to like get sweaty on, but something that is still like ongoing and it's an activity wise. Yeah, and I mean, or either take take the, her, him, he or she, you know, whoever initiates the first date, and maybe even bring them into like a social setting with amongst your friends where it's not a. Ah, that can be rough though. But. Not, I'm not saying like, hey, we're throwing a wager and it's going to be 40 people. Yeah, Jacob, not, the, not the baptism by fire kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but hey, we're Jacob going, would totally ruin your date, by the way. But hey, we're going out to dinner. For us, it'd be a hey, we're going to D's, or it could be like a brewery thing. Yeah, hey, we're yep. going to have a drink. Come along with. I, another one be, would be cool like that is um like a sporting event or something like that. Yeah, if the if the other per if if both. Excuse me. If both individuals are into sports, and you've got like, of course, obviously, like if you've right got now, a rival, if you got a rivalry between the two of you already, that's that's fun in a relationship, I guess. But I don't know if that would be like the first thing I'd want to go diving into on the first date. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't want to take them to a Dallas Cowboys game because that wouldn't end well for you. Yeah, Dallas walk out there with the win, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, well, you got a fifty-fifty chance because they're going eight and eight, guaranteed. <laughs> but that was that Is was a full sixteen games. <laughs> <laughs> probably not this year probably not this year but i thought it was a good question i mean i, I was kind of like yeah i was like I, we can definitely discuss it because i was you know you said 60 to 80 i was thinking more so like and it's if, if you're definitely doing two parts i think i would fit in that 60 to 80 because what well, i'm probably, right, then mo probably what more I'm, like 50 to 70 well, what i was going to say probably is 40 to 60 on dinner and then if you're definitely taking mini golf or top golf or something like that going to a brewery i mean you're probably definitely throwing another 20 Thirty dollars on top of that, but I, I feel say, like I feel like the, if I'm spending forty dollars on dinner, I, I just went to like a, a decent steakhouse. Shit, you go to D's Wings, get no. two beers, and, and eat yeah, these wings. But, you and say, but I don't. I, for me, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have a a drink on a first date. I mean, I'll get like a tea or something, but I'm not gonna have. I right, let me get a, a a double whiskey coke. You know, actually hold the coat. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say double, I want doubles of triples. Yeah. So I make it a six shotter. What is what does Ron Swanson drink? Logan Voss neat. Something how do you, like that. How do you yeah. say that whiskey? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so but I, I, it's like also like first like just going on a dinner is cool and all, but I don't know. I feel like I would want that other activity out there because oh, definitely. And I would almost kind of want to do it before dinner because if it goes well, it gives you something to talk about. Yeah. But if that goes, if like the first activity just goes that bad that you don't want to go to dinner, you make can, up an excuse. Just can, get yeah, out of call, it. You can call it. Yeah, that. you can call and be like, "Hey, just went. I just had to step outside, take this phone call. Well, like, my Bye. my brother's stuck in a wood chipper, <laughs> and everyone else is out of state. I'm the only one that can go save him right now. Like, oh, hold on, something like that. Speaking of brothers, 
What's up, asshole? Oh, oh he, he probably realized what was about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know, man. Some some stuff like that, but it the dinner's cool and all, but I I'd be kind of ballsy to go on just just alone with dinner. That'd be kind of yeah. ballsy because you don't know how it's gonna go. So so you can call me, but you can't call in for your own podcast. I literally just got back to my house from the uh, golf course. The golf course. It's a man. It's a rough Tuesday when you're playing golf. <laughs> At eight forty-five, <laughs> where he's at. I say, are you are you in California? Or are you in, uh, in Texas? I'm in Houston. So yeah, I just got back from the golf course. I was wondering if y'all were still podcasting. We are. You're on the air right now. Kind of. So I. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. But like the the just dinner alone can go really really well or go really really bad. Agreed. And it's almost more. I feel like really, really bad. But if like you're, if you're gonna no, do really, it. really bad to hold on, let me hear out. Really, really bad to where like if it just goes like you're like like old school. I'm about to go climb out the fucking window in the bathroom. Bad. <laughs> That's not nearly as bad. I think what's worse is it being awkward and neither party know how to handle the situation or what to talk about. Because then at the end, you're both left with so many questions. Just pure silence. Yeah. At least when it goes really, really bad, it's clean cut, and you're like, yeah, I, I, can, I this know is why. over. This is done. Hopefully, never see this person again. If I see him in the the Walmart, I'm gonna hit the, their ankles with my buggy kind of thing. Like, but but at the same <laughs> time, if it's really really awkward. You see each other outside of public. Like two days later, you're like, oh, uh, 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 and you're like, don't if you want to avoid them or run at them. Like you don't know what's going on. If if you're gonna do just the dinner, is I don't know if it's low, but do separate rides. You know, meet at the restaurant. Don't go and pick them up because if it does go yeah. bad. That's kind of the scenario then, I think he was he was pitching to me. It's kind of like you you know you started right, Austin's in he's called in. All right, cool. So it was it was kind of the scenario that he was pitching to me. It's like, listen, you really don't know anything about this girl. Like you you know you've hit it off. Like somebody introduced you or whatnot. Friend of a friend or something. Yeah, like and that. she's just like, hey, listen, you know, I'd love to go. Like you both agree to go on a date, and she's like, yeah, you know, just just plan it, and and you know, I'll see I'll you. Just, yeah, just tell me what time and where. So, like, that's kind of the scenario. The ball's in your court. You get to pick out the activities. You get to pick the price range. You kind of get to pick that stuff out. So, um, that's kind of that's kind of where he was coming from. Man, but I'm totally – Austin, zip up your pants. Not on the air, right? <laughs> so we get a lot of background noise from you, kid. What you doing? Jesus. I'm eating some Zaxby's. Oh, Zaxby's. That sounded like good. a zipper. Or some <laughs> that Velcro, was a man. zipper. <laughs> Velcro, yeah. <laughs> this was- <laughs> we got, like, to go boxes they use it out there. <laughs> He's sitting down to prepare for the Zaxby's. Went ahead and unzipped the pants. He's like, it's he, gonna he, be a, he loosened that top button up. He already. knew it was going to be a four alarm blowout at the end of that meal. Y'all, have y'all talked about what uh, Steve Spurrier said? Yeah. No, oh, I haven't what, seen what yeah, Steve Spurrier what did he said. Say? He said that the ACC and the SEC should just go ahead and play. The winner of the ACC and the winner of the SEC should just play for the title because one of those two teams are going to win it anyways. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> that is true. Very true. <laughs> Possibly throw Ohio State in the mix so they just will shut up. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just Cle- it's Clemson and whoever comes out of the SEC West. All right, that's also the question about the first day since okay. he's the actual I single get, man of the I want to get Adam's opinion. You've already said yours that you do you would do the activity first, then go to dinner. Adam, what about your opinion? Is it is it activity first, then dinner, or what? I said I guess it depends on what the activity is. Like if it's if it's as simple as simple as going to 
Dave and Buster's and playing a couple arcade games, then I think you can do dinner first, then activity. Or you could do it at Dave and Buster's, but yeah. I don't know well, if that's first date worthy. Because <laughs> I think Dave and Buster's food sucks. I don't know. I've never actually eaten there. I've had it one time. Can't tell. I can't be an expert. I'm not going to give my opinion. <laughs> so from what I've heard, it wasn't. I've heard it wasn't great food. But either way, but yeah, if you're doing Top Golf or something like that nature, since that's going to take a little bit more time, do it first, then dinner. Okay, I think that's fair. I think that's fair, Austin. So. Uh, one of my coworkers out in California offered up um, a question for the podcast, and he wanted to know: you're you're in a scenario where you're you you know you know this girl, but you don't know her real well. You guys are going on a first date for the first time. Uh, you know what is what is like if she puts the ball in your court and says, "Yeah, just tell me where to be and when." What are you going to do for a guy as an ideal first date, and then uh, an appropriate amount of money that you're going to spend on that date? Uh. Probably under two hundred dollars. Under two hundred dollars, motherfucker! What are you doing? No, see, I kind of agree with Austin because if you are doing like an activity and dinner, it's going to get expensive. You got to remember, you're paying and for two people. Okay. What I'm doing is probably. I mean, hell, you going to damn melting pot to have a fondue no, dinner? No, like, but I mean, if you think you spend thirty, like if you do an escape room, that's thirty bucks a person. That's sixty bucks a person. And then you have a decent dinner that's thirty bucks a person. Get an appetizer, maybe. Maybe. I I agree with Austin on that because, like, first date you got to go out, try to try to impress. If if you you have drinks, like your bill ain't got to go balls to the walls with it though. It's a first date. Yeah, but all right. Would you say California Dreaming is a good first date restaurant? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I okay, say, on a first date, so you're not going. So that's gonna, that's probably fourteen, fifteen dollars a plate, not thirty. You get an appetizer, maybe a drink a piece. You're talking sixty, seventy. That's I was saying long. Paying. I was saying Longhorns go have a steak. You maybe get the firecracker chicken wraps because those are fucking banging. Yes, they are. We're going to Longhorns for Sydney's di- Sydney's birthday dinner on Friday, and I'm feeling it. You have two Long Islands with dinner. She maybe has a margarita or a glass of wine. Like you're easily okay, talking. I'm not, I'm not gonna have a drink at dinner. Hell, if I went to a steakhouse, I'd get a glass of wine. You can't really <laughs> one glass of wine. Not like it's not like no, one glass. Of, but for me, typically, no I'm, one's gonna judge you for being like a drunkie. <laughs> but I'm just saying, for me personally, I, I've never been on a first date where I went. You know, like I said, I got a glass of wine or I got a a cocktail. Now, if we went and did something afterwards, then that's why I went and had my drink. Now. I would say something like maybe axe throwing or axe throwing would be a good one. Escaper um, would be fun if, if you had like a, like a table a double date kind of thing to go or yeah, something. Um, All right, Chris, go ahead and tell us. We're just gonna keep laughing into the mic. No, they just Golf? keep sorry, they just keep talking and I just keep laughing. It's my it's my like my immediate co-workers group chat that we have together with Trevor, our boss in it too, and I I just posed the question to them because Aaron Carp out in California was the one that asked it, but they didn't hear this. Are, oh my god, they are just blowing up with so much funny stuff. I'll let Austin finish, and then I'll tell the story. What's going on here? Top golf was a good one. I heard y'all say that. Um, but yeah, and then like you can go to Top Golf. You go to uh, like axe throwing. You can have a beer because you. We all know drinks help open up conversation and everything. So I mean, like Alex said, have a drink. Have one or two drinks. Don't have. 16, like we know we all can drink, but 
have one or two, open it up, get some conversation going. Yeah, and I feel like the hard part on that is, is that you might run into the one person that's like, I don't know, kind of like Adam, they don't want to have a drink on the first date. So, like, what if you order and they don't order, then you feel awkward. But then, I don't know, you, you hardly run into people but, that don't drink but on my, that, that much anymore. But I went on a second date here back in, like, January where we went to Tipsy Bingo. And so that's I had – so I went and had, like – Was there any two, grandmas there? No, this was at Vista Union. Oh, okay. So I went and had – that's Titty's like, Bingo. What would you say, Austin? I said, that's Titty's Bingo. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but either way, i had like three margaritas and we sat there and played you know we had bar bingo there for two and a half hours whatever Vista it was union is a great place go get some tacos go play some cornhole that's a it great, is a great place you, you really pool tables. you really are all about some Vista Union. dude it's a great little spot yeah and, and i mean you're it's right, right next to columbia it's a great spot it is it is hey, hey, listen to craft acts you have yep, a couple you, pool tables craft there you, exactly it's tsunamis is right there around. Literally, you walk outside, you go right around the corner. It's right there. You can go to their bar. Oh, Chicago. No, that might be, honestly, that might be the hell of the perfect first date combos. You actually go get a booth at Vista Union, eat like an actual dinner there. Well, I mean, they don't have actual food, food. It's like bar food. There so, used to be. Used but to you, be could go, you could place, literally, so, yeah. you could literally go to Tsunamis, have dinner, then go to Craft Packs, or, or go just to walk Union. across. Yeah, walk. or old Chicago Pizza. I mean, that's or right. Yeah, Chicago. Longhorns yeah. right the street. That's what I'm saying. You got with where it's at in the Vista, you have options to do dinner and then walk to the bar. The Vista is just a great place to go have a first date, honestly. And yeah. then, hell, and if you're really feeling spunky, you can go to Kaminsky's up the road and go oh, get dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Go get alcoholic desserts. You could. Or in just a go, class. Hen- yeah. go up the Hendrix rooftop, watch sunset. That's what so we have, I posed the question to them. I said, just give me, I need y'all's input. Give me an appropriate amount of money for a first date. Four dollars. <laughs> Taylor, our guy in Alabama who has the most amount of money out of all of us, goes fifty dollars. And following that, come Ben from Greenville. He said probably seventy-five to eighty. John says eighty. Kyle Atlanta goes. I don't know about y'all, but in Atlanta we spend a hundred dollars real quick on a first date. Probably accurate. Yeah, very accurate. <laughs> Trevor says five G's. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I took a helicopter Jesus. ride to the. <laughs> <laughs> the Uber's the stretch limousine. <laughs> Taylor Taylor goes, man, y'all be spoiling them on a first date. And Ben goes, you taking them to the dollar menu for fifty dollars? <laughs> and Taylor goes, man, go get Mexican and Marks. You can get in and out for fifty dollars easy. <laughs> Not long. <laughs> and I said, what about an activity? And we heard escape room, arcade, putt putt, bars. Of course, <laughs> I'm not mad at the putt uh, putt putt or arcade if i was in nashville i think it was called kung fu and it had sweet bars set up but it had a bunch of like the old classic arcade games too in the bar so i think that would be a a cool what if you you messaged like let's say guy guy dating girl situation you're initiating you're asking a girl what she wants to do for her first date you know just being gentleman about you're like yeah what would you like to do and she said all right meet me at and she named like a downtown kind of five points ish bar. She's like, let's go there at like nine thirty, ten o'clock tonight. How old are we? Like um I'm currently twenty five. Just, no, just like yeah, currently twenty five or let's say go back to like when you're in college. I'm not saying if you would go or not. I'm just saying like she what? said 
what would you be thinking that scenario? I've got a little kind of a tricky question here. All right, so what would you be thinking that scenario? How it unfolds, and what would you be your impression of this girl if she's like, yeah, let's go to like this. I'm going. Let's go, let's go to this nightclub at like ten o'clock for our first. I'm day. going buying fifteen shots, having a good yeah. night, and never talking to her again. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, why why never talking to her again? Because that's not I, what I'm looking like. If that's what she thinks at that age, is like. A good first what date. Dating is. Yeah. Then, oh, yeah are, I mean, are we are we of drinking age at this point? Like, are you of legal drinking? Yeah, age? everybody's yeah, in drinking. You're in college. You're in legal, college. legal drinking age. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if we're all twenty one plus, or we are twenty one plus in this situation, and so I'm assuming you're a junior, if not, you know, or senior, and if you're still wanting to. I understand if you want to go out to your friends and y'all go get hammered See, one that night. That was my thing. If she if she ever asked to do anything like that, I would feel like you're going to get berated by f- the friend group that you didn't know was going to be there, or that I show like that's up, that be like, show up or later. show up later. Yeah, it's going to be one of those kind of like hidden punches kind of thing. You're gonna yeah. you're not going to realize it's coming. We're showing up. We're we're doing fifteen shots. But yeah, I agree. With also, I also agree. With y'all. I kind of agree with y'all too. That's not the kind of. That's not the individual I'm looking for. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with anybody out there that wants no. to do that, but it's just not what I'm looking for. No. I'm going to be a lot of fun, though, because honestly, if somebody said that's what they want to do for their first date, that's probably a person that knows how to have a good time. Yeah. I mean, you, but it's going to be quick fun. It's yeah. not going to be a lasting yeah. a lasting thing. It's going to be a quick fun. But Chris, are you destroying things? Uh, knocking stuff all over the table? Fireflies game, that's a really good first date. That's what I said earlier, Austin, is like a sporting sporting event. event. Yeah. So to answer your question. Fireflies games are cheap if we ever have a season again. Fireflies game, go on Thursday night. The Blowfish and the uh, Purple Marlins are still playing currently. Yeah. The um, To answer Alex's question, though, from a second ago with the five points bar, I mean, I'd be like, Austin, I'm going in. I have a good time. I mean, if I'm showing up at 10, I'm getting Dollar House liquor probably, so – well, at I mean, least an hour. Yeah, I think it's a. Oh. I think it's a go get drunk, see what happens kind of night. I would yeah. be drunk. I would, I remember I would, me, be, me and Adam made a habit to go to damn saloon. Yeah. before eleven. Yeah, yeah. to get did. that dollhouse. Like, and then it was, not a question. Then Devin got on the train and like be there ten fifteen. You we would beat, we would play dar- the- we would play darts. There'd be no one else in the or bar pool. or pool. And then when those the dollar house liquor was about to run up, I remember we would walk back to the pool table that we were all congregating at with like five bourbon and coke doubles in our hands. So that's a piece. That's literally. Well, at the time it was ten dollars to get that because it was dollar yeah, no, house. You, 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 you and no, we could walk back over with those five doubles, and it'd be like you know ten fifty eight, and people were like, "Oh, did you buy us all drinks?" We're like, nah, bitch, this is all mine. Dollar house liquor's about to run mine, out. This is yeah. mine for the next hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, next I hour, hell, you're good for the night at that yeah. point. Because <laughs> I'm assuming I've already had three. I just honestly, bought though, five more. Do y'all miss those days of being able to go out and do oh, all that? Yes, for that price. For that price, yeah. I miss there's a lot going I, on having all that fun. I remember Devin gave so much shit to me, or he was like, "Man, he was like, you remember, remember the days when I'd go into a five points bar and blow like two hundred bucks, and I'd be like, Devin, you bought like forty doubles of bourbon and coke before eleven. That is not two hundred bucks. You know what's really fun though is when we when we went up to Charlotte, we went to the epicenter up there at night. And like uh, going to like actual like true nightclubs up there. I've been. That's a it, lot of what fun. What is it, Scott? The Sky Boy? That's right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's a lot of fun, dude. I it takes. It's like it's basically five points for adults, and it is actually a really good time. Yeah. We yeah. need to take, we need to make we need to make a weekend trip up there. I wouldn't be mad at that. 
<laughs> if we ever get to oh. you know, be able to travel again. Uh, yeah. Hell, I just travel. That's how I got a drill this weekend. Is I traveled to the Florida Keys, and they're like, "Oh, you've traveled more than 250 miles. You're not coming." I'm like, huh, "Don't tell me twice." You still no, paying me though, right? right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's virtual drill for me. So, uh, me. so I I have a contract for y'all to sign. Okay, no, for what? Doing it. This contract is an agreement between the four of us. Okay, we are to do an annual week at the beach starting in 2021. Okay. Every year, week. Here's, here's what I want you to let's not say. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not specify the location. Let's just say an annual trip. I was gonna an annual week long trip. I was gonna I offer. I'm gonna say, why does it got to be a beach trip? What if we did like a a cruise, a mountain week, a yeah. mountain week, or something like that? Uh, maybe not, but like a four or five, like a four day in the mountains for the weekend. I was gonna offer up a week at the beach and a week at the mountains in the casino. Why can't we just take two weeks a year? Because well, then that's not going to leave. Chris, gonna leave all my state leave. That's not going to leave time oh, for me to do my own vacation. <laughs> oh, bullshit! Yeah, you only get sixty-five days off a year. Get out of here. That doesn't leave time <laughs> for my other vacations, man. Yeah, that's, that's ten yeah, days. Got, that's ten days of leave right there. To oh, you the guys. All right, sorry. You want a full week of vacation, not just week, like not just like a long weekend. That's what you're no, saying. No, all no. no. I, I was saying like we set a week like in the summer or something like that. Like late July or something like that, and we yeah, like, feel like on like a routine basis of like the third weekend, the third week of July, we're always off yeah. doing something. We yeah. always go like like the family used to do, Chris, because we used to do it as a huge family. Yeah, my family yeah. did the same thing. We we're always down at Ocean we, Lakes, Lakewood, the mountains, yeah. something like that. Yep, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Also, right. we're also talking about tattoos. Austin's planning on getting his brother's tattoo when he comes back for Christmas. You in on that? Oh, is it? A, are we getting it? No, I'm getting it. I'll get it. I'm, right. Alex and I are getting it. Alston sounds like he's getting it. You can have we get talked it. to Garrett and Jacob? I I mentioned it to him this past weekend when I played golf with them, and they're like, "Yo, yo, we'll get a tattoo." I'm like, "Okay, all right." So if we're still all in on on this pack, yeah, I'll get that. I'll get that one before I get the D Avenue tat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you gotta get that D F tat. Please don't get I'll that get D F. I'm gonna get them both at the same. What is I'm wrong with that D F tat? If you get the D F tat, just just like extend. Like Sydney had the best idea for it, I think. Actually, make it a street sign and just have the Maker's Mark bottle leaning up against the bottom of the street sign pole. No, because we, I mean, we just wanted the sign with the with the bottle leaning up I, against. The I pole. get that you want Dave in a green sign paint, you know, put on your. Well, arm. no, if Adam actually goes and gets like a legit green road sign. The artist should be able to separate the D and that make no, it look no, like the identical Z- D Avenue. But sign. in Zach's, it is separated. It's a, it yeah, is, but people are getting shit saying it's not. <laughs> Enough. I mean, they're yeah, saying they're I saying mean, who's Dave Street. I mean, you want it this way, and then DOE in the A way. I mean, for the side. Well, I mean, I think it looks fine. I don't see an issue with it. And I mean, and you have the know. stub like it's come, like you can tell it's part of a a, a pole that it looks like a street sign, not see, that the it's o- just a, the a, a only thing I might thing. do is extend <laughs> the uh the pole just a little longer. Yeah, I would extend the pole Half a little longer. Extend the shaft just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extend the shaft. We, we all want an extension to the shaft. <laughs> one of my co- one of the guys in Atlanta, the younger guy Kyle. He's he's a former quarterback at Louisville at Rutgers, and he's out at this like club right now. And, uh, and Taylor in Alabama goes, "Jesus, Kyle, it's a Tuesday." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kyle goes, 
It's Taco Tuesday, sir. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. John wrote at a hookah bar. Hey, by the way, uh, Charlie Blackman for the Rockies is now hitting 500. Yeah, I know. I'm playing him in fantasy this week. Oh, I'm he sorry. Is- <laughs> It, it's it, 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 it's not as bad as playing Fernando Tatis, the shortstop for San Diego. That Dugger's got eight home runs, and he hit, yeah, he hit four bombs this past week. He he's got eight Aaron, on the season. Aaron Judge now leads the MLB in nine. He hit one tonight. <laughs> Damn, this is yeah. ridiculous. That man's gonna hit twenty season. Hey, Trout ever since he's been a father has hit like four in like five games. So who, who's gonna make that ten mark first? Oh, oh it'll, it'll be Judge. It'll be I mean, Judge. He's, Judge. He's up on everyone. Damn, by dude. one. He's only by one. Yeah, yeah he's on only Tatis. one away. I mean, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But Tatis is only two. I mean, you could get – Tatis hit two in one day. Right. <laughs> Look at Acuna hit, hit three. Yeah, hit Acuna three in a day, three. yeah. yeah. Hey, remember, remember who Judge is facing this week? Was Atlanta? It I don't know who he's facing. Atlanta? Oh, he is oh. facing Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'll hit that one tomorrow. But Charlie Byman is hitting – has 33 hits and 66 at-bats. He is hitting 500. On a 15-game hit streak. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, Alston, we appreciate you joining in, man. Oh, I had one more, one more thing to tell y'all. Tesla is doing no, a five my outro. one split. Tesla's doing a Wait, what? Wait, Tesla, Tesla's going to have to do a split. They've gotten, they've had way too much growth to not do a split. Tesla's a doing a five to one that. split. Yep. Okay. I What's don't four? know when it goes into effect, but they're doing a five to one split. What's Shares four, went up eight percent after that. Divided by five. It's going to be around three seventy-five, is what it's looking like. Okay. Or two seventy-five. Sorry. I can I can get back in there. Apple needs to hurry up and make their split. Their split. Apple's split is like the twenty-seventh or something like that. Yeah. It was a uh, it was a rough day on the market today. It was a 14, rough day on the market. Fourteen percent. <laughs> Down 16% from opening bell. Okay, we hear you. Big money. We hear you. I think we're going to see a lot yeah. of Tesla sales right before that split. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Uh, but anyway. Hey Chris, I, I did tell you they were going down. They went down to 1300 Uh-huh. Yep. I know. Yeah, I swear predicting a company is going to fall after they've had just what, like an astronomical year. Yeah, that's hey, like on a dartboard. It's got nothing but a bullseye on it. He was like sell hey. now two hundred dollars in the next three days, and then it went all the way down to thirteen hundred. So he was somewhat right. Somewhat. Hey Alex, it was looking like they were not going to stop. I'll be honest, they were on a fucking rocket ship. They have to. They it, it's you're going to stop and you're going to stall out, and then they're going to do a split and it's going to go back to normal. We're going to go back to seeing the two hundred to five hundred, two hundred to five hundred, and then we'll probably see another spike. Hey, did no, you? I mean, did you get the assignment to Pearl Harbor? Oh, you could not talk about that. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, anyways, on that note, we're going to wrap it up here. Austin, we appreciate you calling in. Glad to have you back on, you know, your one of you being, you know, a host on the podcast that you helped start. Yeah, Glad you sorry. finally join us again. Yeah, sorry. I, uh, I've been a little busy. Playing some golf tonight. Playing some golf. Okay. But anyways, it's been a fun episode. Another great night in the books. Adam, you got anything to say before you you shit yourself over there? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Austin, just so you know, Adam's been like eyeing up the bathroom door ready to just make the break for it. Um, He's making that break. He's making that break. (laughs) Keep drawing it out. Yeah. 
All right. Well, it's been a fun episode. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Beer Bacon Bros. Um, we're doing a August twenty third. Is it twenty third? Yeah, August twenty third. August twenty third. Four, to, four six. to six at Swamp Cabbage Brewery. We'll be doing a live show. Yep. Testing. They're testing all of their beers that are going to be on the menu, which yep. will be somewhere between six and eight. Yeah. I want to be there for that so bad. But... Fly in. Fly in. Yeah. Come on in. I'll think about it. I'll, I'll check. <laughs> all right all right well we'll see you later awesome we'll talk to you later um it's been a great all episode right. later guys yep thanks everybody yeah thanks to you all your listeners